You're tuning in to the Wild, Weird, and Sometimes Normal podcast. If you have a story or a guest recommendation that you think others need to hear, email me at wildweirdandsometimesnormal at gmail.com. Let's get this started. Alex and Brett, kick it! Wild. And sometimes normal. On this episode, I'm joined by my good friend and all-around funny guy, Joe Fadul. Joe has been on the pod previously discussing his experience with synchronicities and his time doing stand-up comedy. I couldn't think of a better guest than Joe to come on and recap all the craziness of 2023. We have Tiffany Gomez, and that motherfucker is not real. Damar Hamlin dying on the football field, and was it a Freemason ritual? Google AI telling Putin that the moon landing photos are fake. David Grush and UFOs. Glitches in the Matrix. The best songs of 2023, and a preview of what's to come in 2024. I want to thank everyone who has tuned in, came on as a guest, reached out, shared the show, bought merch, everyone that keeps the show going week after week. I have some awesome guests lined up for 2024, and I'm sure a few people from last year will pop up again to catch us up on all things wild, weird, and sometimes normal. Anyway, give Joe a follow and enjoy the show. Are you looking to buy a home in New Jersey, escape the city and move to the suburbs? Finally purchase that vacation home on the lake or down the shore? Maybe you're one of the lucky ones who are retiring and moving out of state. If so, let me help you. Keller Williams and the Real Estate Professional Group have what you need to make your goals come true. Reach out and have a conversation with someone who will put you first. Contact Brian McCoach at 856-321-1212 or email McCoach at kw.com. Are you looking for CBD for your pet? My friends at Pure Pet Wellness have what you need. They use the highest quality ingredients. While other companies may use synthetic oils in their CBD, Pure Pet Wellness uses organic ingredients, organically grown hemp, organic coconut oil, organic shea butter, organic beeswax, and that's just to name a few. A family-owned and operated company that also offers fast shipping. Go to purepetwellness.com for all your pet's CBD needs and use the discount code WILD and WEIRD at checkout. That's wild, A-N-D, weird. Treat your animal right. Go to purepetwellness.com. Welcome to another episode of Wild, Weird, and Sometimes Normal. I'm your host, Brian. I have a returning champ, Joe, my twin, Fadul, coming back for the second time. What's going on, bud? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, buddy. I can see your show's doing really well that you needed me to be your... Uh guest twice uh the ratings are shoot up whenever <laughs> you're on man so so oh, it yeah. helps out this will be our big end of the year episode we're going to cover all things crazy in the news and pop culture some celebs that died what to expect in 2024 and then a couple of random things i need to run by you all right let's do it let's do it what's going on in life man everything good everything's good man i mean uh you know last night i played poker like i usually do and uh i won so i'm happy yeah, buddy. I was. I've been looking forward to this. Just kind of talking about. You sent me this list of stuff, and some of like, I've learned more from you and just this email than anything from school in my entire life. 
Well, that's some people would say cool this stuff. is just like too crazy and maybe you're not learning anything. You're just getting, you know, sucked yeah. into a rabbit hole of next thing we'll be storming the Capitol. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, well, what do you want to start with? You have so much stuff in here. So, I mean, I literally just watched, you sent me the clip of the mouse running on the SpaceX rocket. Yeah. You want to, you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, might as well. I mean, All right. That... So I think this video might be not from 2023. Most of these stories are 2023 because I feel like I saw this before. And then it just popped back up in my newsfeed somewhere on Twitter, and I was trying to find the date on it, and I couldn't. But right. it's a good story to talk about. So Elon Musk sends up his SpaceX rocket. It is in space. The engine is glowing red. The uh, little parachute panels on the side to keep it insulated. They're whipping in the wind in space. And then towards the the top of the rocket, the bottom the bottom part of like the body of the spaceship, the top of the rocket that's shooting out, appears... What appears to be a mouse. Shoots it's a mouse. It looks it's like a mouse, a, right? Definitely a mouse. I so mean, this little critter thing comes around the top, <laughs> and you know the the truth. The truth is that it's a piece of space ice that fell off of the ship and then it's stuck there. So when it first gets there, it kind of goes down to the bottom and shoots to the middle of the rocket, and you can see it. I'm like, well, I can't really tell that if that's a mouse or not. Then that thing scampers away, and you can see that it has a tail. Yeah. It's just, it's definitely a mouse. Like I thought like when I, I thought it was going to be like really hard to tell when I first clicked on the video and I was just like, okay, how's, it's definitely a mouse. That makes, that's crazy. I don't know why anybody, it's definitely, ice is the stupidest. I mean, aside from the magic bullet theory is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of an excuse for something. So what are your feelings on space? Do you think we went to the moon? Well, <laughs> I mean, the way you ask that's very, uh, I mean, um, I don't think we maybe did it the way I think people have been to the moon, but I don't think it's happened the way that we've shown. I'll say that. Uh, okay. Well, so this leads in, about it. So, yeah. Okay. This leads into another story I have on here and it works good. It's both space. So I'm going to mix this in and, and we'll cover your feelings on space and, and the moon and things like that. There's Google AI and there's a showing and I assume it's Russia and Vladimir Putin is there. And he's looking at these pictures and Google AI has, there's six pic pictures on the screen and Google yeah, AI has determined if these pictures are authentic or due to shadows and lighting, if they were created and if they're not where they say they were from. So one of the pictures on there is the astronaut standing on the moon and Putin's looking at it and they explain to him that like that moon picture is fake. And he just says, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's have you ever have you ever gotten any of the moon conspiracies you ever like you know, oh, the, the... yeah i got people i'm friends with on facebook and all they do is just post all the conspiracy theories they believe in the world and the moon landing is one of them i mean it's great it, I, I get some of them i mean it's, it's, it's just it's, it's a weird dynamic I know, I, for me i always think about why would we lie about these things and that's what i don't get down to the crux of it i know there's probably all these reasons behind it and stuff but like i could see in the beginning with the first moon landing it was kind of like to be the first people there we wanted to be the first ones there but now like it's not that big of a deal anymore why are we still lying about it i mean what what are your thoughts like why i mean you obviously think it's bullshit right uh so this is where i, I get <laughs> this is the fine line that I that I walk. I try to keep my feet in reality while also entertaining strange ideas. So I think that the 1969 moon landing, I don't think that video is real at all. I don't think those pictures are real. I think they were taken on Earth. 
And this was the space race between us and Russia to show who was the the dominant force. This is Cold War, post-World War II. You know, we have to show we're better than those Ruskies. So if Russia gets there first, they're the superpower. You know, the in theory, the whole world could have went different. Mm. Uh, they, I don't even know what their money is, ruples or whatever. Like instead of their petrodollar, we could have the the, the petro ruple or whatever, and they would be the dominant. So we had to get the space first. Now, did that mean that like we could lie about it? Like, I'm not against that. Like, because this was just like all nationalistic and, you know, USA number one. So this is what I think. I think, I think they sent a rocket into space. I don't think they knew it was going to happen. I don't think they they would know if they could land on the moon, if they could get home from the moon. And like, that's the worst thing you want is like, hey, everybody tune in. Uh, it was July or whatever, right? Tune in on July. Yeah. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time. And here we go. We're, we're talking to the astronauts. And next thing you know, they're crash landing and screaming and burning alive or, or they're stuck on there. And for three days, you have radio calls of like, please send somebody to help us. We're running out of oxygen. Like all of that is fucking horrible. And like, so do I think there was a soundstage? You know, there's, there's rumors that Stanley Kubrick was part of this and filming these things. I think that's true. And I think that no matter what happened to those astronauts, those pictures were going to come out. And that was going to be the video that we would see no matter what, to say we went to the moon. Yeah, I mean, and I can see the logic behind that, but I just don't get why we'd still be lying about it. That's what. Well, I, that's where, like, why, why, what's the driving force? Before, yeah, we wanted to be the first ones there. Great. We, you know, kind of showed that we were. But after that point, why do we have to continue to lie about it? And is it just people nitpicking now? You know? Well, I think once you have the buy-in of... You know, these pictures are, you know, we're such a great nation and Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong and these people are national heroes. They're world heroes. And to come back and be like, well, actually, that wasn't even maybe that was Buzz or maybe that was Neil in the picture. Or maybe it was just Johnny the Extra that they put on for that day and they're taking pictures. Like, I think that takes things away. Like people are emotionally invested. And that's why it's are, are you talking say, about just the uh, the initial landing itself? So this is the initial landing. I think that's like that's why you couldn't well, be like, hey, well, yeah, actually, yeah, I get why people still talk about that. I'm talking about like the the pictures Putin was looking at. Like, why do we continue to lie about being there and continuing to like falsify? It's like, so the picture he looked at was far. like the Neil Armstrong one from the the first mission. That's what he was looking at. Oh, I thought it was. Like those, a, I thought it was a new picture. No, no, no that was that was the original. So those yeah, shadows, yeah, like they yeah, they just yeah. don't match up. They're like, hey, if the sun is over here your shadow has to fall this way. And there's like six oh, yeah, different yeah, ways yeah. the shadows are going and that just wouldn't happen. Now, if you want to come out and say there's like different space yeah. physics or something to, you know, refract it, whatever, you know. But, but aren't they talking just, about going to the moon again, like in the future, like and doing it again and trying to prove. So Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. There's yeah, a lot of people saying that, that that's dumb to go to Mars first without building a moon base, that they should go to the moon, build a base there because then that's like a nice get you in the space and then it's i guess it's easier to fly off the moon with less fuel to go to mars and apparently you can find a lot of fuel <laughs> so just a little rest stop get there get organized have all your stuff instead of always having to shoot out of earth's atmosphere and it takes all this extra energy and things like that but they're supposed to go back to the moon but we went to the moon a bunch of times and you know they had the power of like this like you know, the calculators we had in grade school, like the T89 calculator was like the technology that they had. And they, yeah. they figured out how to get up there and then the spin of the earth and all these things. And then they said they lost all the information on how to get back to the moon. So we haven't gone back to the moon because they, <laughs> they lost the information. That makes sense. It's not important. So, I mean. Zero important. They they, they taped over the like some of the original uh, movies that they brought home from the moon. 
So they, they just, you know, said moon landing and people just taped over them like to record TGIF on, you know, random Friday night. <laughs> I Some actually did that to my mom once. She wanted to kill. I recorded over. She had like, my grandfather passed away and she had like home videos of him and I legitimately taped Die Hard over it. Yeah. Did she understand? Uh, no, no. no still, <laughs> she no, was still. not happy. Hey, Mom, it's the greatest yeah. Christmas movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, not to sidetrack, you just made me think of that. But. No, so what you were, I mean, this wasn't this year, right? Like you were a child? Oh, yeah. No, you I mean, weren't a NASA government employee? Stuff. Understanding no. the importance of like the greatest thing that Americans possibly ever did up to that point? Yeah, it's, well, see, and I've listened to some of your past podcasts, too, with a lot of this stuff with, like, you know, um, the conspiracy theories around and stuff, and a lot of it, I see the logic behind it, I see, you know, where people might think these things are conspiracies and stuff like that, but to me, like, like the, the flat earth stuff and all that, like, to me, it just always comes down to, like, why do we continue to lie about it? Like, it just seems like you don't have to, and I get, I get the reasons why you might still want to, but I don't know. For me, I just like not to let it bother me too much, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be happy and not constantly think about why shit's fucked up. I would have a show, though. I, yeah. I have to get myself in the middle of this muck. I have to live in this swamp. Yeah, it could just be, your show could just be called normal or something. Just normal. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about, hey, is it sunny yeah. over by you? It looks, like, it looks like it's pretty nice out. The Earth's a circle. Next topic. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would say a lot of the stuff is just a money grab that... You know, the, the world isn't united in many things, except for money laundering. Seems yeah. like we're pretty good at, you know, either creating chaos <laughs> and then people, there's a Gulf of Tonkin incident, and this is uh, Jim Morrison's father was the commander, and this this is what got us in. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, into the Korean War. And they said, oh, our <laughs> ship was attacked and all these things. N it never happened. Like, there was zero that happened with that. So it was just made up. So Korea, this completely uncivilized society at the time and how dare we ever listen to this second-rate citizens of the earth like question our narrative but this got us into a whole war and like nobody you know right the whole world just didn't question it and just let us pour billions of dollars into it, it i'm telling you this it, it makes like i said it makes me think and especially when the way you talk about it i'll give you very like you're gonna make me turn into like a flat earther and <laughs> you know all that and not really i think it's round but that's besides the point. Before you mentioned too, not to just hop, uh, jump topics on you, but the, when you mentioned like the AI and that, I watched that clip today with the AI news generated, like the news anchors. And like when I first clicked on it too, I was just like, I couldn't believe that those, like right off the bat, they're the AI generated anchors. Like, cause I was like, oh, they're going to lead up and show us them. But then they were actually like, that's, that was insane to me. They were we don't, the need, whole time. we don't need people anymore is basically what the news is coming to. That way you can't you're get not, mad at anybody for saying shit. But you're not even going to know. Like They're not going to tell you that's an AI person. I think there's going to be this internal unease like once it like, comes out more. Like, hey, watch Channel 6 News with Jim Gardner, and we're going to make him look like he's you know from 1990 and younger. But like, there's going to be like a subtle unease where people want to listen to other humans talk to humans. Like They're going to get over this whole AI thing, but they're not going to tell you that they're AI. Well, yeah. I mean, do you care? No, but I was also then like, what if, what if, I don't know, what if Leonardo DiCaprio is not a real person at all? What if he is completely made up and he's in these movies and there's like this personal investment of like, oh, I, I'm a 
Leo Stan, man, I, I watch everything he does and, you know, Titanic's the best, like whatever it might be, like whatever bullshit person, whoever it is, like they could just not be real. Well, it can be a good thing though, too. So, so I know later we're going to talk about people who passed away this year, but maybe they can, you know, we got to do a friend's reunion again and Chandler can be there. Just bring you know? back Matthew Perry. Just bring him back. Right. So I think when Robin Williams died in his, in his will, he said, you cannot use AI for his voice or his person. Like he had the foresight to see that, that you would just bring back like hologram Tupac that he, that he wanted nothing to do right. with that. And you couldn't use him living. I mean, uh, but why? I wouldn't mind. I mean, as long as I think, like, as long as you're not like actually like lying to people, like with a newscaster, I wouldn't care if he's not a real person or not. And I think we'd be able to figure out if you'd never see that person outside, like, you know, you can never meet an AI person in person. So you would know, but on for movies. And I mean, if like you said too, Leonardo DiCaprio is not real, then animated movies, none of them are real. Those people are, they're, they're all characters, you know, after a certain point, like we know he's real now. But I mean, if we still wanted to get movies from a certain actor or actress down the line, I mean, maybe it could be a good thing. But yeah, then any I'm not like heavily invested in. Writer. I'm not heavily <laughs> invested in like Peter Pan, like seeing him in reality or something. Be like, you know, like I recognize he's a cartoon, or I recognize he's a piece of fiction. But he's not being yeah. sold as a real person. Right? Are you are you sad that you won't be able to meet Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> I'm, I may be more sad I can't meet Peter Pan. You know, <laughs> I, I just find it weird. <laughs> We're at this stage. So there's, there's really great AI videos. They're just off. They'll have Biden saying things like a, a, a newscast like you're at the yeah, podium and, then, and say things like within the next two years, how do we stop like a world war from happening? If Biden's at the podium and, and he says, we've just launched nuclear missiles at Russia and in 10 minutes they're going to hit and it's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, it's on whatever, like where is like the checks and balances no, they have like the right, red phone, yeah. the emergency phone they're supposed to do. But maybe it's North Korea. Like at, at some point, there was zero dialogue with North Korea. It was either at the end of Obama's term or the, the end. Uh, Trump was friends with them. I don't know. Or maybe at the beginning of Biden's term, like they were not talking to them. So what if this video came out and it's like, hey, we just nuked you 10 minutes. Are they going to spend seven of those minutes trying to figure out if they're going to nuke or not? Or are they going to send up all their nukes? That's true. I mean, obviously, the technology can manipulate it. And Things like that, too. I mean, what if he didn't even like there could be people that, you know, put that video out there. He never even said it, but they just put it out there just to start chaos. Right. That's you know? what I'm saying. What if it's the AI right, Biden yeah. doing right. this? total chaos? So in that sense, yeah, if people abuse the technology, yeah, I was just I mean, in a sense of if Leonardo DiCaprio is not really in my movie, I don't care about that. I would obviously care that if we have our president not saying things that he you know, people are faking that, but I mean, that's going to be with anything and like people are going to abuse power any way they can. I mean, the gun seemed great until people started using it on, you know, other citizens, you know, we wanted it for war and stuff. Everyone's going to abuse anything in technology that comes out. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, think my DiCaprio <laughs> example may have, you know, I'm not too disappointed. I'm not going to go to like Comic-Con and, and see DiCaprio, whatever he's in. But the, the point is, the, the, uh, I'll put all these links in the show notes so people want to click on this stuff and see what we're talking about. But like the, it's a 21-minute video, and like half of it is the AI anchors talking and interviewing a real person, or they're like cutting to a real person talking. And you can't tell the difference at all. Oh, not at all. Even the one lady starts like, I'm thinking she's real, and then she starts telling you how she's AI. She's like, oh, I can speak other languages. And everybody, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I had would have never known unless you, that was, I didn't know. 
even though you put in there that they're AI people, I thought I was waiting for them to present me the AI people. And then they just told me that they are the AI people. And I was like, Jesus, you can't tell at all. And that'll be the new thing too. So like now, like you were doing with the moon pictures, everyone's saying that, like, that's a lie. And then we'll have these interviews and people saying shit and people are like, oh, well, that was an AI person. wasn't a real person. It's going to get, it's never going to end. So it's going to be people calling people's bullshit out for the rest of time. I wonder what circle of hell this is in Dante's Inferno. Like, are, like how deep are, right. are we into it? Very deep. <laughs> very, very, very deep. It just That's doesn't end. Yeah. So the mouse in space. So as I was watching that video, we'll, we'll jump back to there real quick. And you see the tinfoil on the side of this rocket. And it's kind of loose. You know, it's not like taut over. It's not not super tight that you, that you would have over it. It's like, how does that rip off as it's shooting whatever, you know, mock whatever into the air? Like yeah. this thing is like flappy and loose. Wouldn't that rip right off? Maybe it is something that ripped off and that's the remnant. Hmm. I guess that's true too. See that? Yeah. Just sobbed off. All right. Hey, tune in next too. week for the next episode. Joe just sobbed everything. <laughs> Other things can rip before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, they put together these things with like, looks like a kid's art project. The first, the moon lander, like that, that never made it to the moon. Like that's crazy. That like saying that's one up there. Now, if there's yeah. like top secret ships that you're using that you don't want the public to know about and things like that, I feel like all of our stories just loop together. I could have jumped to like Tiffany Gomez and like people not being real now into David Grush. You know weird? I, yeah, I didn't realize when I'm going through these that they all kind of just interfered. Except the bird thing. I didn't see. Yeah, that's like a glitch in the matrix. That video, can, that video actually wouldn't open for me for whatever reason when I clicked on it. I don't know why. The man but doesn't want you to know. I'm getting too close to the truth. <laughs> so there's a bird just hanging in the air? Yeah, so there was a... This is in February 22nd, 2023. This guy... That looks like is, a balloon. That doesn't look like a bird. Yeah, that's a bird. So there's a bird that's just sitting in air. And if it was a balloon... Oh, all right. Like, so it's just frozen in air. It's above some power lines. It's kind of wobbling slightly in the wind. It's wintertime. The trees have no leaves on them. It's like a dark over, overcast sky. Yeah, I'm this, that's his net. Yeah, this guy walks up and he he films this bird just hanging there. Did he? Does he throw anything at it? Nah, you he showed took a shoe off and threw it at it and see what happened. Yeah, I mean, he got a not? stick. Uh, so I don't know, <laughs> you know, why the bird's frozen there. You know, somebody said it, that it literally was frozen. That was their answer for it. But okay, but what's it, it frozen to? The air, then? Yeah, yeah it like it was frozen underneath the wires or something. But like, the, yeah, the I had rain frozen floating in the fucking freezer. Yeah, I mean that that's crazy. But damn, so that's kind of like that's a glitch crazy. in the matrix type of thing that people are talking about. Like, are we just in this simulation? Are we in this computer program? And that just happened to be that the the refresh speed wasn't caught up, and it's just like buffering as it sits there. Yeah, so that's a crazy yeah, okay. idea there why, too. Why would you ever stop recording that? Is my next I would question. have stayed there forever till it moved or or got somebody. Well, you can you know you don't have to hang out with the camera the whole time. You can set up something and then leave. <laughs> but like, put a camera on and watch it the whole time. That thing fly away. I mean, it, what happened to it? I, How do you I don't know. I need answers. Go get a stick and poke it. Like do something. Right. Anytime. I mean, you see anything like that, you're going to throw shit at it. How do you not throw shit at it? So there was that there was like video. Bird, if there was a dead bird in a tree, we'd want to, you know, we'd throw shit at that to knock it down, wouldn't you? Well, maybe not. Why would I do that? I just thought about it. But uh, if you were a kid, you would do it. You get a kid in the neighborhood to come do it. Like, hey, throw a rock at that. 
Yeah. Just as I mean, if I saw that floating there, I just I can't believe he's like, okay, well, put my phone away and leave now. That's done. Nope. I looked at it long enough. I'm going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's Brian, this other video, and I was trying to find, and it happened around the same time period. And this one I find much harder to understand. So it's one of those uh, prop planes that come up like at the shore mm-hmm. and, you know, with the sign and it's like, you know, uh, flip flops bar drinks, $2, you know, whatever it might be drink high noons. And as the banner hanging behind, behind them, so this person's at a beach and the plane is just frozen in air. Like it's not moving. The signs not moving. The sign is, has like a little squiggle over it and it's just, it's just stuck there. And they said, Oh, well, the official explanation is that if the the headwinds are, I guess, faster or harder than the planes flying, like the plane could just get stuck there. Like that's something that could happen. Really? How many how many times have you been to the shore? How many times have you been to the beach around the world? Hundreds? A thousand? Yeah. Right? We're we're forty five minutes from the beach. I have seen these planes. Now you see them take off. You see them get like wobbly in the air because you can see it's like blowing. You can see them having a hard time like staying on course. They like to fly like right on right along the shoreline. So everybody sitting on the beach can look out in the ocean and see a little bit. And sometimes you see them getting pushed off and they're like overcorrect. You can see all of this. If you stare at the plane, never once have I seen a plane just stop. It would fall. Well, I, yeah. I'm like, all right, we're yeah, going mean, like, if it's not using it. Yeah. <clears throat> this was like, I don't know who had the explanation, but some super smart scientist who's like, no, you guys are ridiculous. It's not just frozen in air. The wind is pushing hard enough against it and it's still going forward. And it just looks like it stopped because it's not, Moving well, let me ask you, was a video made to show like this happening? Like, is that the purpose of the video happening or is it it's kind of, yeah, this is like another glitch in the matrix. The bird. Moving, so they started filming it. Yeah. Okay. They noticed the plane wasn't thing. moving. And in this video, so the bird one, like you just see one guy there and, or, or person <laughs> who's filming it and they're walking around. So like, okay, could they have set up this elaborate hoax where they get clear? Like, I don't know a clear piece of plastic that I can't see and they just have it sticking up. Yeah, there's something. Maybe they erased whatever it was. Maybe it was photoshopped. Like yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't there. I don't know. This this biplane then that's in the air, this guy person, I don't again, I don't know, male or female, walks out of their house and there's a commotion. And so he's like filming the people at first and then goes up in the sky. And like everyone is pointing at this plane and multiple people are filming it. Like that would take a lot of work. That would take money if you were hiring extra and everyone's kind of like Dude, it's frozen. Like, do you like? Do you guys see this? And but it's just because the headwinds were too strong and pushing it back. You said that so the banner thing on it wasn't moving either. The banner wasn't moving, and it's not like it was just straight out. Like it had, (laughs) it had like a waver in it. Like it was like blowing in the wind, but then just stopped like half blown in the wind. So it's not like if the winds were so strong. I'll I'll try to find the video. Yeah, that's that's. I'm scared now. Yeah. So what ruined it was in October. This major plane, like a 737, whatever the planes are, like a real plane, a big one, was flying over the Golden Gate Bridge. And somebody was coming in for a landing, but they were like, oh, the plane's frozen. They took a picture, a video of that as it was going. And that one, I watched it. It kind of does. It looks kind of frozen. But then also, I think that's more of a perspective thing, like as they're coming in and the plane's going and just like their directions. So I didn't give that one much credence, but as I searched for plane frozen in air, that's like what kept coming up because that just happened in October or November. It's like, no, I need the yeah, I gotta, I want to see that. That's that I need the old one. Weird. Yeah. So one of the, I think it's called a Google bomb, 
And what they do is you take a, a term that's like in the mainstream that might not be so positive, you know, so maybe this, this floating plane, but then you release this other one and then put out, Hey, like plane stuck in midair. So now every time you search for it, you're going to find you know, that, this one yeah. that's, that's like not as interesting as the other one. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'll move on from that. We're not going to get into all the crazy stuff. Talk about that that crazy lady on the plane since we're talking. So about we have Tiffany Gomez. She was flying out of Dallas, or she was in Dallas for a layover. Dallas lost sucks. My stuff. Dallas does suck. Except for all my Dallas fans, you guys, I appreciate everyone else though. So she's flying out of she's flying out of Dallas. She's on the plane. They're about to take off, and she jumps up and she's running off the plane and she's turning around and she's pointing back there and she's like, "They're not real. That motherfucker back there is not real." She's like, "Back, you know, keep screaming that they're not real." So people are filming this carrot tops on the plane. Like he saw all of this and she's pointing back and saying, how, you know, this person's not real. So they called uh, airport security. They had to deplane her. Uh, apparently she kind of just ran off and like nothing ever happened to her. And she got tracked down. She got a little, you know, yeah. internet famous for this. Uh, currently like, she works with Barstool or somehow in conjunction with them. She's always showing up with El Presidente and she was selling. Yeah, she just uh, blew it off. Like she, I mean, she said she knows she looks crazy, but. She was just, what, what, how did she word it? She said, like, she's not crazy, but I forget exactly what she said. So you can. Yeah. So she's not going in the detail about what happened. And she's like, oh, the over, you know, kind of what happened was like somebody took her AirPods and her family or like her story's also changed a little bit. And then she was like, oh, I didn't mean like that person's like not real. I meant like, yeah. more like being like a genuine person. To, and it's like, well, no, like you wouldn't scream that motherfucker's not real. But like, she had to so, be on something. That's what I think. She well, so this is the other. So, all right, let's do let's do the crazy part first. So people are like, did she see a lizard person? Did she see like a shapeshifter? Did she see like this an alien, like something? Like, you know, in in my world, this isn't too crazy. In the real world, people might like, like, a what? Yeah. But you know, so she's like getting off the plane. Now, what happened with her? Maybe like kind of like a Tiger Woods thing, like maybe took some Ambien and woke up and decided he's gonna go drive his car and back up into a fire hydrant or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Things I don't get. She went on like her explanation was terrible. Now, if you did this thing. Have a good story when you come back. Just I would just just say, look, I took I don't know what the hell I was on, but I saw I was just messed up because she sounds even stupider. I think when she tries to explain it, like in your explanation, someone took your AirPods and now you're just saying that people don't exist. Like that's weird. I don't understand when, like even it's not the truth. The easy answer is like, look, I was at the airport for three hours before my flight took off. I had a drink, and then I took an Ambien. I know I'm not supposed to do that. Like I hey, I read the box. I know it's not supposed to happen. I did yeah. that. And then I kind of woke up and like, I didn't know what was going on. And I honestly kind of blacked out for all that because I was mixing medication and alcohol and nobody would have said boo about it. But like, yeah. Oh, Hey, yeah. hey man, Just... been there, seen somebody it's normal. People apparently wake up from Ambien like all the time, like walking around naked at their house and like stuff like this and right. go down and make like full sandwiches. And like, there's like Ambien sleepwalking that is a pretty common side effect. But she said she didn't say anything to anybody for a while after it happened too. So you had some time to, Think about what the hell you're going to say. I don't know why she didn't just admit to it. So a oh. little, si little side story here. I This kid I went to high school with, I grew up with, Matt. He was a nice guy. He was, I think, class vice president. Super smart. Played sports. Was friends with everybody. Was you know somewhat popular. He was popular. Everybody knew him. He knew everybody. He goes to college in Washington, D.C. Gets a, a government job. He's, he's in these programs that people who finish these programs become head of agencies, become like John Kerry finished the program that he was in. Like this is pretty prestigious things that he's doing. Yeah. 
Well, on the side, he had a podcast. Oh, Michael J. Fox turns into a werewolf. Teen Wolf. Wolf. Right. Yeah. Coach Flintstock <laughs> was, was the coach in, in Teen Wolf. So he was using that as his persona on a podcast. Well, his okay. podcast was like neo-Nazi. Like he was full-fledged neo-Nazi. He was hosting the second in line. I don't know who, Spencer or whatever, like is the number one guy or something. And then like he was ho- hosting like the second in line at his house. He was hosting new recruits at his, he had a wife, he had two children. He's living in a, a, a exclusive neighborhood in Northern Virginia next to DC. Uh, he's making swastika cookies. Dude, like what the fuck? <laughs> okay so he's on his podcast he he wants he, he wants only like a white majority in the country I, only like not majority like strictly like everyone else has this to go. guy was your best friend I, not my, I, I was friends with him no i no, i <laughs> yeah. was i was he was friend like he ran our group like you know yeah the parents are super nice parents are super normal so he wanted to get rid of everybody except for white people but like that doesn't like you don't just like ask people to leave and like they're gonna like so this is like violence right you would need like mass yeah. violence he has two small children like okay so he gets busted uh, SPLC uh, does this whole article on him some other one does an article on him outs him all this stuff huge news in in the Sterling High School community his brother turned him into the FBI because he would go on like these family camping trips or whatever and would get like deep into all of this like why his ideas are right. So he just okay. lost his mind along the way. Lost his mind, right? Lost his mind. Doubles <clears throat> down on all of this stuff. So he like lost his mind or whatever it was. And like these are all like disgusting thoughts and ideas to have and to go on saying and, and promote. So I don't think he's fired. I think he's like still suspended because I've seen some follow-up articles. He gets everything he's des- everything that's happened to him, he deserves, right? Because these are his thoughts, yeah. apparently, right? Yep. If you were a disgusting person and you want to get out of this. The easiest thing to say is I'm working with the FBI. I am undercover <laughs> with the FBI. And guess yeah. what happened, right? Nobody could prove uh, the FBI. No like, well, he's not working with us, right? You would still get to kind of keep your job. Like nobody will ever prove anything. Like he just kept doubling down. So great. This isn't like my, my sticking up for Mac Ebert here. This is this no, hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the craziness of that's the simplest story to tell somebody instead of I am overtly racist and I am hoping there is a race war in the United States and that somehow me and my family are still going to be living our pretty posh life that we have. Like that's not going to happen. Like the whole country would burn down. I'm going off on a tangent here with Tiffany Gomez. Her whole thing was not to say shit for a month and then come out with this ridiculous story. That's even crazier than like, Hey, you know what? A little bit of alcohol, a little bit of ambient. Yeah. It all worked out. And people would be like, Oh yeah, I understand. Oh, FBI informant. Like, no, nah, probably not. But Hey, maybe like I'm not one. I, I have no idea how yeah. that stuff works. Well, talk about your friend. Would, so not my friend this, anymore. This, this, <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, is there like did their family know of a point where they think this happened? Something happened in his life that triggered that? Because obviously he wasn't that way when you knew him, right? He was friends with everybody from every different background. He listened to rap music. So obviously, he can't be racist. He's listening to Wu Tang, <laughs> but like he listened to like it wasn't like he was like, hey, I only listen to Roy Rogers. I only listen to Roy Roger because this is like perfect Americana of the time that I'm trying to achieve. He was normal, and like his parents had no idea until like this stuff like hit the news. And there's yeah. like some pretty good articles about him, and then like newspaper people are showing up in their neighborhood to interview them and be like, "Hey, what's happening here?" But no, his, I guess he got crazy on some of these retreats. Maybe they heard him. I, I you know I don't know the full thing. I just feel his parents were they still are nice. They're super nice. I mean, I still live back in that neighborhood a few years ago. 
his dad would ride his bike by my house and, you know, I'd still say hi to him. And I felt so horrible for him because like, he was, yeah. You, know, they, yeah, you said he had a brother, right? He had a brother and a sister and like the sister just like ghosted. <laughs> She's like off everything. And the brother was, you know, I don't know, but he was like, I had to call the FBI on my own brother. And I said, well, good. I, thanks for doing that. Good. You know, you don't want these people wandering around society. Hey, that's nuts. I, yeah. I don't know how this relates to Tiffany Gomez, except that like, well, no, fucking lie about your story, you know, <laughs> like it's fucking yeah. easier. It's just people. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a crazy story. What was his name? Matt? Well, he, Matt, no, but Hey, whatever, man. He's in the news. Matt Gebert. That's cool. that one down. You're like, yeah, look, yeah. So they, uh, SPLC, someone else had, uh, some articles on them. Uh, I'll, I'll Google every, every once in a while to see if anything comes up, if he yeah. pops up anywhere. But they said like, so then reporters are going to his house in Virginia and he's like, oh, he's taking the trash out with a gun in his waistband. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, he like, lost this his is... mind. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Some people just lose their minds. So oh. that's crazy. Uh, let's talk about someone else who lost their mind. Let's switch over to something a little more. I don't know if it's lighthearted or not. So my podcast has some crazy stuff. Then we do normal stuff. And I always mix in sports analogies. Draymond uh, Green. Draymond Green. The other night, he's yeah, playing. Getting back this, yeah. Yeah, he's playing the Phoenix Suns. He's down in the corner, three point, trying to establish some position, kind of like trying to post him up. But he's in the corner, so I'm not really sure what he, what he was doing. Nurkic isn't playing too hard on him. Like he's he's trying to just get position, just some jockeying or whatever. So Draymond Green decides he's going to do a spinning, open hand slap punch to like his neck face area, <laughs> and he does this. Earlier in the year, they were playing Minnesota Timberwolves. He decided he was going to choke Rudy Gobert to like an excessive point, put him in a chokehold, would not let him go. Rudy Gobert, like tapping out and all this stuff, like people trying to rip him off, and he is not letting go, just has him in this chokehold. He has in the NBA Finals in 2016. Uh, yeah. Well, so that was, I think, last year. He, he stomped on his chest. He kicked LeBron James in, in the goods. In the ball, yeah. Yeah. And, and he got he kicked, kicked out from the balls before, too, didn't he? Uh, so there's like a highlight reel of him, like yeah, Stephen yeah. Adams. He goes for a rebound, and like this, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's the this one. like Charles Barkley. Barkley would like bring his foot up for these rebounds, but it was never like this karate kick. And like right. Draymond Green has like this. <laughs> so anyway, he's suspended indefinitely. Definitely, it, yeah. He needs to. I don't know. He needs to get himself under control. We have other people in the NBA. This is all <laughs> NBA related. John Morant was suspended for 25 games. He was suspended for a while. I think actually he he left on his own accord. Uh, there was a yeah. Uh, a Instagram live video of him at a club and he had a gun in his hand. So he went to a wellness center. He went on vacation for like two weeks down to Florida and came back. Like, oh, I feel better. I talked to somebody. And then there was another Instagram live video and his buddy's driving and he has a gun in his hand again as he's rapping along to whatever. And he was suspended for 25 games. Is what John Morant <laughs> did worse than what Draymond Green is doing? Personally, I don't think so. I mean... Well, you go down the whole gun wormhole now. But so you're going to suspend somebody for not being a role model, right? Well, that's the thing too. What I hate too, and just everything in this world today, someone does something or says something or whatever they do, they got to go somewhere, and they think that wherever they go is automatically just going to change their mind about all of it. It's all just for the media spin on it. Just like, oh, I went here, it's fixed, and I have again. That's supposed to make everybody feel good about it. I don't know about uh, Morant's life before. Maybe people, some people like guns. People are allowed to carry guns. Maybe he just doesn't have. I guess it's not licensed. No, just, I don't. So there was no, there was no legal trouble he was in. This was the NBA. 
saying that what he was doing was a bad image, was bad for. So he's doing this off the court. He is doing this on his own time. I I don't know. He plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. I I don't know the gun laws and. Yeah, I don't either. But I would assume that if he's flashing a gun, like that's illegal and the cops would get involved, but they didn't. So apparently that could be legal there. Yeah. I mean, if it's, yeah, the gun thing, I mean, do I, do I carry a gun around? Do I flash a gun around? No. But I mean, I think Draymond Green's where he's physically hurting he, and he's getting worse. I feel like everything Draymond Green's doing progressively gets worse. Like the stop, the chest stomp. I mean, he could have, it looked bad, but if he could have, if he really wanted to stomp the shit out of somebody, it would have been worse than that. Then the choke, that's like, that's getting worse. Okay. Now you're actually choking somebody. And then like, you know, he could have said that was just in the moment of a scuffle, but this thing now, there's a total spinning back fist, like UFC shit. He's just been progressively getting worse, and he's actually doing violence to other players on the court of the sport that he's playing in. Morant, off the court, has a gun. I mean, he's a douchebag, but, I mean, I definitely think Draymond's worse, in my opinion. And what's yeah, the Dylan good. Brooks thing? What's Dylan uh, Brooks? So Dylan Brooks is just kind of a... He's just like a little bit of a punk. Like, um, uh, who was the guy that always got under LeBron's skin? Uh, and Dylan Brooks does it too. Uh, oh, Jesus. He would blow in his ear in the finals. He was on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Yeah. That guy was great. But like, just these like little, <laughs> like. Well, see, that's like, that's like trash talk. That's just trying to get into your competitor's head. Draymond's punching their head. Like, yeah. So Dylan Brooks will do some groin <laughs> shots, like pretty often. He's like, oh, I'm going for the ball as he like punches a guy in the balls. I play, you know, not a lot of basketball compared to these guys. I play basketball. I played growing up. I still play now. I am not anywhere near their level of talent or in the competition. At the same time, you know, like maybe my game's slower, but everyone I'm playing against is slower. So, you know, you ramp that up. We should all be able to see at the same speed. Yeah. Like you definitely know when you're going to punch a guy in the balls. Like it's pretty, <laughs> yeah. like you can't dribble on top of yourself like that. So like, the ball has to be out somewhere and like going for it. Happen, Brooks, I didn't see anything with this Dylan Brooks. Did this happen recently? Like uh, he had, I think this year he had something the last couple of years he has, he's punched LeBron in the balls. He, he like, he does like just dirty play. Right. Oh, it's killing me. The, oh, Lance Stevenson blew in, like he was such a prick and he would like blow in LeBron's ear. Yeah. 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 Jersey. Like that's also like kind of gamesmanship. Dylan Brooks punches <laughs> dudes in the balls. John Morant carries a gun around off the court. And Dylan Brooks, I think he's been suspended a little bit. Not fully sure. John Morant suspended on his own. He took himself out before they could suspend him. Then they did 25 games. And apparently they're sorry. I don't know. Draymond Green, like, never takes responsibility. He did, like, it was, like, the weakest yeah, apology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did just have a... That's what I'm saying. These apologies that they make people do, they're not... Look at that. Me, my, my wife and I will get in arguments sometimes, obviously. Married couples do that sometimes. And you know you get the the bullshit. I'm sorry sometimes, which makes me more mad because I know she doesn't mean it. Yeah. Or then when you can get the sincere story. When I get a sincere story from my wife, everything's fine. But when you get these bullshit, I'm sorry's from these people, like it's dumb. So the media say, "Oh, you got to go apologize." Like I'm supposed to believe it? You really think you don't give a shit? You don't go from choking somebody and then spinning back this. Like you obviously nothing. You have anger problems. Right. So I think that's what they're trying to do is trying to help him. And if he really wanted to apologize to him, like go to the locker room, like, hey man, like can I talk to him for a minute? Like, I want to apologize. And then at the podium, like, hey, you know what? I did something wrong. I went and spoke to him. We're not going to bring that up here because I already handled it with him man to man. 
But like, if you're just doing it through the media, you're like, oh. And that, yeah, that's what he's doing. You know, well, is, like in uh, old school, when uh, the guy came home and his wife's in the gangbang, like, oh, you're here for the gangbang? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Juliette Lewis, she's like smoking the cigarette. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, it's completely not there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's like, well, if you want to buy that sorry, I'm here to sell it. Like, nobody gives a shit. Like, Draymond Green, you're not sorry, dude. You're doing this on purpose. It is getting, it has gotten worse. Yeah, I mean, literally, he just needs to go to, like, now I, I know I just kind of said, too, like, people go away and get these things fixed, but. Like with the John Moran thing, where do you go to, you know, you have, a, you can't be like carrying a gun around. What kind of rehab do you go about carrying guns around? Like you like guns and you don't, you want to carry one. That's not something I think is like a mental thing. Anger management. I think Draymond, he should be suspended. He should have mandatory anger management. He should have to do it the rest of his career. And every time, you know, if he has another blow up like this, I mean, who knows when he's even come back? He's old. He might be done. Well, he just signed a hundred million dollar contract. So, unless they, I'm, you know, whatever they put these clauses in, there's got to be a clause you know, like your asshole clause. Because he's like not going to stop. He, this is a second big blow up this season, and we're right, yeah, three months in, not, you know, two months into the season. So if he's yeah. indefinitely suspended, let's just say it's ten games. He's going to do something again. Like you have to double it. You're going to triple it. Or are you going to kick him out for? You know, it's just funny. Some of this stuff. I was looking up. They had the biggest suspensions and OJ Mayo. Was suspended 186 games or something. So I looked it up. I was like, dude, like the guy was supposed to be good. He was, I think, at USC. Never really panned out. But they suspended him 186 games for for drugs. Mm. He was doing it himself. Like he wasn't. These weren't performance enhancing drugs. Like he was smoking weed. Yeah. But like, okay, like smoking weed doesn't we, really make you better basketball. Right. Yeah. All you're doing is hurting yourself. But punching other dudes in the face, like that's not gamesmanship. For the next time down the court, like oh, he's not going to guard me that hard. Yes, you're afraid you're going to get assaulted. Like this isn't like right. the the way of basketball. I know. So I, I just saw that. I threw that in here. That was that was something no, new. What another thing sports related to the Otani contract? How nice is that thing? So it's a, you saw how they broke it down. Where yeah, he really he, only gets two. Well, it's a seven hundred million dollar ten year contract. Ten years, seven hundred million. Yeah, he only gets two million, and it's all sixty eight million for ten years after the fact. He's right, a so genius, cool. this Otani guy. Because he's making so much money right now from like uh, commercials and other shit like that, plus the two million, and then when he's basically done, this is like Bobby Bonilla deal on steroids, sixty-eight million dollars for ten years after the fact. He's he's set for life. But here's a question for you: Would you rather? Well, he's probably going to be Otani, so I'm kind of answering my own question here. But so he's he's busy as shit. He's got to fly all over the country playing baseball, doing all that stuff. Or would you rather be Frank Wright? Who got fired? He's how many million? I think he's like forty million, maybe, and he doesn't have to work at all for five years because they let him go. He does nothing and makes ten million, or would you have to do a shit ton and have more money than you can ever even have to spend? But you have to do a lot. Hmm. I uh, so forty-five million. That is, you know, it's always. I'm not even positive you, that's the right number, but it's anything. It's it's high. I know that it's a lot of money, and it's the same thing with the Raiders coach. Who they fired McDaniels. He's getting paid out the ass also. So I, I love when they have the winter meetings for <laughs> the offseason meetings for the NFL coaches. And then Roger Goodell apparently hands all the teams the spreadsheet of like how much money you're paying fired coaches. And he's like, guys, like someone's gonna start off 0 and 2, 0 and 3. Do not fire your coach. There are uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, people people are owing like a hundred million dollars just on coaches, they're not even paying, and it's crazy. I would take the $45 million up front. You can invest that and live very comfortably for the rest of your life. 
And not do anything, right? And not do anything. Right. More than comfortable. You can live, you know, pretty extravagant. It just especially baseball is nonstop. <laughs> baseball is a lot of games. Baseball, you yeah. factor in spring training, and if you make it to the World Series, you're going from February first <laughs> until November first. You have December yeah. and January. It's like th- it's if you had to be the worst for professional sports, it's pretty much up there. Yeah. Especially I'd be fine if someone gave me that money. The life I'm living right now, if I just didn't have to work, I'd be fine living in this house for the rest of my life and just having that money just to sit on and not well obviously invest in shit like that but like just be set for life with no more worries yeah that's, that's the goal so the otani thing is interesting so he took the two million dollars they can get more free agents give them more flexibility in spending yeah. at some point this is going to be the new rage this can be all the rage that people are going to kick money down the line everyone's going to be bobby benilla now getting paid what 30 years after he's been out of the league he still gets there's bobby yeah. benilla day but at some point, someone's going to go sell a team, but they're going to have a billion dollars in liabilities of the outstanding contracts. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, but the, that 68 million is going to go against the cap in 10 years. Now, the hope is the cap rises so much. And then, you know, maybe oh, it's you can. Gonna. The numbers are insane. Like, there's going to be a billion dollar contract soon. And like the next five years, I bet you someone signs for a billion dollars. It's crazy that they had Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics. He just signed in the offseason. His end of the contract so far, I think he's the highest paid person and $70 million a season. And that, that money is like stupid money. It's like hard to fathom in real life. But, you know, for the salary cap and things like this, this is, you know, sports isn't real life. So, like, but he's making a shit ton. But it used to be, you know, I think like Jordan made 20 at the most he ever did. LeBron was yeah. at 30 for a long time until it went up now. But you're going to have bums. You're going to have these guys that you hate or on your team who don't do shit. The, the Tobias Harris of the Sixers right now where you're like, how is he making $27 million? Yeah. But he's, he's not consistent. Like, I, I hate having him on my team. And then, like the three times he does good out of ten games, you're like yes, I love I love Toby. And then for seven games, this was like what Egodala was for us back in the end of the Iverson yeah. era. You're like, I can't, like, why are we paying so much money? You're gonna have a guy making forty million dollars who you hate, who you don't want on your team, who you yeah. wish they would just cut. It is going, it's insane. It's almost as insane as paying a coach forty million dollars to not coach your team. <laughs> that is my goal to suck so much that somebody wants to give. I, be, be so good, they give me a ton of money, then suck so much. Like, just take the money and leave. Yeah. So everyone's showing, like, Frank Roberts said, dude, he just struck gold. His life's amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, let's stick to sports. Let's go to DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. He is in a playoff game, plays for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, he if you haven't heard about this, you're living under a rock. If you haven't heard about it. Jamie knows about this, and she hates football. So she, She's on top of it. Everybody loved DeMar when he came back. He, he, he would do the sweet hold his hands up in a, in a heart sign before he, he died in the field. So the playoff game, he's dead. There's like 10 minutes left in the game. They called the game, right? And they tried bringing him back on the field for a long time. When you do heart compressions, chest compressions, to get the heart massage, that's the point of like the, you know, things staying alive and you're going to the beat. Like you have to break the sternum. And like, as you're pushing down, you're massaging the heart that way. Like you're not going to get a good enough push on it. And doing it for 10 minutes, like that's what's going to happen. Two weeks later, because the Bills are still in the playoffs, DeMar Hamlin returns to a game. He's not playing. He is dressed like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. He's got on puffy jacket. He has on puffy pants. He's got a, a hood on, a winter hat. He has snow goggles on. You can't even see his face. And he has like he has a mask on. So you just really see his nose. This is supposed to be DeMar Hamlin. He is standing up during the game. They get uh, the only shot they truly have of him. It's kind of like blurry and snow. You see him standing up. There's like a little kid next to him. And, you know, his his cute little heart that you put up with his hands 
you know, some of his fingers kind of go up and give this little six, six, six thing kind of going on. <laughs> Do you think DeMar Hamlin was cloned? Is this the real DeMar Hamlin back on the football field? I, I mean, I haven't heard a lot of this stuff. I know you didn't mention it, but that like the tattoos, you know, not showing up and things like, I think this is another thing where I don't get why we lo- would lie about this. I mean, obviously I get what you're saying with the, you know, it can't be, it makes sense what you're saying, but I just don't get why it would even turn into this. So do you think he actually just did die and they didn't want to fess up to that? So they just faked it. So if he never came back and played football, it gets tricky that he came back this season and he was playing. That gets to be like the hard part because to be a professional athlete, you know, there's only there's 55 guys on the NFL roster times the amount of teams you're, you know, you're at 1500 or so. So to get that spot and to be a starter, you have to be a really good athlete. Like you have to be freakishly good athlete. So for somebody to slide in who kind of looks like him to be a clone, to be a twin, to be whatever. Yeah. Like that, that would be, I don't know. That's a lot for me to buy into. Him dying on the field, I mean, I, I think the guy was dead. Like, there used to be a thing, like, nobody died at Disneyland. Like, you could have been decapitated, and they would keep working on your body to say you didn't die until, like, you left Disneyland. Now, like, some people, like, really got died on rides. Like, no coming back yeah. from that. And now you're at that. But there was this long period where, like, nobody's ever died in Disneyland. Because they'll just keep working on you and be like, nope, nope, still alive, still alive. Look, we're pumping the heart. And then you get off property. You're like, oh, sorry, man, guy's dead. It's just weird. You know, maybe the heart attack, couldn't get his fingers all the way down. Yeah, I don't think the six six thing is anything. And I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's he's live. He's obviously there. He's, like you said, you can't just pose somebody else there and then they can go play defensive back in the NFL. Like, uh, looks exactly like him. I don't agree with. I mean, it, there's it's it's weird, um, especially with the tre- the chest compression thing. Where you're saying, but maybe uh, I, I don't know. Is it, is it documented? That's what they they did. Like it was definitely chest compressions. It wasn't like a little medevac machine or anything that just. They, they didn't bring the card out right away. So there were people working on them that, that I guess. Right. Yeah. I got you before the stuff to do out. that. Yeah. And they said they were working on it for bro, 10 I didn't minutes. Know, I didn't know they would break. I didn't know they could break your ribs. Like that's definitely, they, it always breaks your ribs. Pushing down. Them. I think that's kind of the goal. So you can massage the heart more. But you have to be careful, like a, a, a rib, <laughs> a broken sternum doesn't like pierce a lung. But that's kind of like, hey, we'd rather fix your pierced mm-hmm. lung than have you not getting blood to your body. I think yeah. it's something that's very common. You're pushing down. You know, hard. That's yeah, why you yeah. can't do the chest compressions on a baby type of thing. Like you just use like two fingers because you don't want to, you know. Yeah. Through, well, I, say, I mean, body. if you broke ribs, that's not that big of a deal, bro. I mean, some of these players break ribs and they still play. Right. So I mean, you could theoretically be standing up two weeks later. He was all bundled up. I remember seeing that. And they also had him like he was in the, like the box, and it was always like a glare, like you couldn't get a good view of him. But right. maybe it's just because he's. I don't know. Maybe he just looked like total shit. Maybe his eyes were bloodshot and maybe he's all fucked up and want people to get a good view of him. But I mean, he's obviously alive still. It's the same. I mean, we saw what he looked like before. You can't, like you said, you can't double someone with that talent. It's it's an AI person. That's what it is. It's AI. So you're asking, why do they do this stuff? You're asking that for other stuff too. And this is great. Football, you don't want you want people to continue to play your sport already with the CTE shit. You know, they got people they don't need that you can now die if you get hit a certain way. So that's the part. The way that the way that he died on the field is that he he got the crown of a helmet into his chest, right? And they said that's yeah. what stopped his heart. He got hit so hard it stopped his heart. And they're like, oh, actually it can happen. I've been watching football for 30 plus years, 35 years. I've been actively watching it. It's been going on for a hundred years. When did somebody else die? Like there used to be 
before we had player safety, like the way to tackle a guy was to spear him into the chest. And, you know, we, we had people get paralyzed that way. Pads were also bigger back in the day, but that's besides the point. I'm just saying too. I mean, it can just be, I mean, there's everything. There's a kid I went to high school with and just these freak accidents can happen. He fell. He was a photographer. He was in a tree taking pictures of birds. He was literally five feet off the ground, fell out of the tree. Just the way he landed, killed him instantly. Like, Oh, that's, that's fucking terrible, man. Yeah. It's like horrible stuff like that. So I'm just saying, I think there is just freak circumstances where you get hit. And I think I I heard too, like the hitting, it was like the timing of it, of, played it came into play it was like perfect timing for it all to just fuck him up yeah like where his heart was beating at that time like i i guess as if you're pumping in or out, whatever it might be so like the, just the worst circumstances possible lined up and he dies in the field all right so let's get crazy for one more second and we'll move on to something else so okay. everyone's kneeling down around him like everyone has a knee you take a knee the only person standing up is number 33 33 is the highest level you can go in freemasonry so a lot of these conspiracies, they tie back to like Freemasonry. There are all these rituals. There's all these things. Do the Freemasons are behind it all? I don't, I'm not going to get too crazy. I don't even know what that is. Not so it's like a secret society type of deal. Uh, they have Masons now. There's a I don't know where the Mason lodges here, but like it's kind of like the Moose, the Elks. It's just like okay. secret thing. So like George Washington was a Freemason. Washington D.C. was built in Freemasonry. It's it's a uh, so it's the compass and the square. So then it's a big the compass up. It almost looks like. Kind of like this, you'll see the symbol. And it's not this deep, dark thing. It's, it's for the most part, it is just like a, a men's club, a person's club, maybe a women in the now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the higher you get up, apparently you get more enlightened. You're read into the secret history of the world, whatever it might be. So this is where it gets like, why was 33 standing up at everybody? So they're like, oh, this is a Freemason ritual, which, you know, kind of fucking crazy that you're going to, hey, this guy's going to die in the field. Everyone's going to kneel down and this guy stands up. Like that sounds like crazy shit, right? So we get into switch subjects and maybe tie back a little bit. David Grush, he's government whistleblower. He came out. He testified in front of uh, Congress, I believe it was in July. He comes out and he, he whistleblows that the U.S. government has recovered full intact UFOs, partially crashed UFOs. They have double-digit UFOs in their possession. And they've also recovered the pilots of these crafts. Not all the crafts had pilots. Some of them did. They recovered them. Calls them yeah. N- NHI, non-human intelligence. These are not people flying these crafts. They're not current human beings. Yeah. He doesn't get into too much. He keeps saying it's all top secret. And he has been on a interview blitz really ever since. The congressional hearing, he's sworn under oath. It's him. It's uh, David Favor and another David. Uh, the, the other David, he was flying North Carolina. And he was like, dude, we would see this stuff all the time. He like, we would take off. We would see, it was almost like they were expecting you. We would show up and there would yeah. be this UFO thing and we'd fly. This is our training flight grounds and they were always there. You'd see them daily. And he, he came down. David Faber, he was uh, the commander of the Nimitz or he was a flight person on the Nimitz, a pilot. And he was flying up and they, they recorded this Tic Tac video. It was like the UFO looks like the shape of a Tic Tac, a lot bigger, obviously. And he said it was like playing games with them, that it would know where they were going before they knew. It was like playing cat and mouse with them. Apparently, it just flew right down in the ocean. And I was like hanging out with them for a week. And so they're at this congressional hearing. And then like the big big bombshell was like, hey, U.S. government, yes, they know about it. Yes, they've recovered it. Some of them are ancient. Some of them are a lot newer. And we have the bodies. 
crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. So but they denied they, all of it, right? Yeah. Uh, they're slowly coming out now that they have all this. Like Lou Alessandro, he was in the To the Stars <laughs> Academy with Tom yeah. DeLong from Blink-182 fame. St- I guess still a Blink-182 fame. And uh, Lou Alessandro, he was part of the government. At first they said he didn't exist, but now uh, the programs that he was talking about that the government said didn't exist now are coming out that, oh, actually, they did exist. So it's like crazy stuff. David Grush had been on this interview, but he was on Joe Rogan just the other day. He was on Tucker Carlson's, uh, I don't even know, I, I guess he just runs a talk show on Twitter or something. Yeah. So he was on there, this hour-long interview. They're talking about it, and David David Grush is very well polished. He's very well spoken. It kind of comes off like, is this guy disinformation? Is any of this true? It's, it's hard to believe. So Tucker and him are talking, and he's like, Tucker says, he's like, look, I've talked to people that know that our government is in contact with it, with with the aliens. He's yeah. like, I, like, I believe this for a fact. He's like, before five years ago, I said this is all crazy. Like, you're crazy for believing in UFOs. He's like, I know people who are high up, who I I know, who have told me that the U.S. government is in contact with these aliens. Well, that's weird, right? There was also another yeah. clip of, this is a whole Tucker Carlson recap interview. There was another clip of him earlier in the week. He was on this other interview uh, podcast with these guys. And uh, I, I guess the podcast host was more into UFOs, but Tucker was there and there's a two minute clip. And it's like super interesting where Tucker's like, uh, there's something like I even told my wife about it. And he's like, that's like how uncomfortable I am talking about like, the UFO part of it. The stuff that I've heard that I believe that like, he's like, she just can't handle it right now. And the other guy's like, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. He's like, because I haven't told like my wife about it. And they're going on. And so the speculation with that they're both getting at kind of goes with like the government in contact with the UFOs. Yeah. Now there there was rumors, a theory, whatever, under Eisenhower's administration that they made a deal with aliens. And the deal was aliens give us your technology, and aliens, you get to abduct some people. So that sounds kind of crazy. I didn't know. Right. You, so this I is know all this shit. Uh, person. Most people who have this amount of free time would fill their knowledge <laughs> up with like how to trade stocks or become like a billionaire overnight, how to run yeah, a great Ponzi scheme, show. like hmm. you know, start like Fry Festival 2.0 and and just yeah. scam people out of no, instead I, I I'm in deep dives of of UFOs and Bigfoot and, and craziness. What would Tucker and this other guy know that you would be afraid to tell your spouse because they would have a hard time handling that? So that could be Either that the aliens are abducting people and the U.S. government's letting them. Well, yeah, There's nothing the you can really do about that, that. it. Like, that's kind of crazy. That the aliens are our creators. Like, that's a, a rumor that's out there. The uh, Anunnaki, they're called, and they came down and manipulated early man, early hominids, and made them into, you know, yeah. more of what we are today. Where the, the human fossil record kind of jumps a lot of periods and you're, you're missing things. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you maybe someone came down. And people that abduct are probably those people. You know, like you get like those little like postcards in the mail to show you a kid that got like taken in 1987 and they show you yep. what he looks like now. Yeah. It's probably all those people. Maybe those are the people that they're taking. Or maybe this so, guy, David Grush, is friends with uh, Tiffany Gomas and Matt Ebert and he lost his mind. And, they're all uh, buddies in there. <laughs> so the last thing yeah. is that these aliens just suck our energy. That's like why the world is so negative all the time. That's why the news is so negative. Like it's almost like this Monsters Inc. that like the frightened the kids gave them energy, and so that's like how you're you know sucking it yeah. up and keep us in chaos. So if that was this and this were this long, uh, people already tuned off of this except for my hardcore fans. People are always like, "What the hell is going on here?" I'm never getting invited <laughs> on their barbecue again. Like that's fine. 
Damar Hamlin, though, so if the Freemasons were aware of this ritual and this gets everyone's attention onto it and all of this, everyone's feeding into this attention at this scene, is that energy and attention being absorbed possibly mm. by these aliens? <laughs> Dude, not I did, I did not. I did not know how you were tying this back in because you, you went right into that story. I was like, oh, well, yep. we're going to turn back to Damar Hamlin. Yeah. Well, sucked it back in. So that would be something. If I think they're all in some of the world I dabble in, there are some of the things that you'd be afraid probably to tell your spouse. Like every emotion that you have is being sucked up, at least in some part, by this outer space being that they use for energy. Well, I, well, you really think aliens are the ones? I don't think it's aliens sucking up our feelings and emotions. I think the internet has caused all that technology, which way. Like, what you just said might have been given to us from the aliens. So the internet, the world, everybody's seeing the what's this world coming to? The world is such a keeps getting worse and worse. The world, the world's not getting worse and worse. The world is just people are now able to see and hear all the shit that goes on in the world within a minute of when it happened. Not even a minute, within seconds of it happening. So before, back before all this technology existed, shit could go on and you won't even hear about it at all. Ever possibly now, nothing can happen without everyone, and then and everybody has their goddamn opinion of it, and everybody spreads their opinions, and that's where the negativity comes. And then you get people just fighting, commenting over everything. Everybody's got to have something. I was watching the real time with Bill Moore talking about how no one basically is allowed to be happy about anything because he was saying how you know the what, who's that big? I, I can't remember. Oh, Mr. Beast. Yep. You know, Mr. Beast. He built all these water wells in, in Africa. Right. And yeah, and uh Bill Maher, he was talking about that specifically. He's just like, and he's like, and he did other things too. And Bill Maher was making the joke. I actually have it saved. I can send you the clip of this, but he was just making the joke how like, but there's people that rip him for this. He's just like, they're all saying, Oh, he's just trying to get political. He just wants you to send his money and money. So and then and Bill Maher's like, Yeah, he's like, Well, what the fuck have you done? He's just like, This guy, he has more money than anything he can do with. And he's just showing what he's done. And there are people that do stuff just for the publicity of it more than the caring act of it. He's like, but why can't we just be happy with he's doing what he did is amazing. The shit that he's doing out there and he's changing people's lives. Like I'm sure the people aren't mad that he's making a couple, you know, bucks or getting some followers for building them wells and all this crap. But there's this thing. He's like these people that, cause he's, he hates all the woke shit. He despises all of it. So he, in this, he was just, and it was a. Uh, have you ever watched this show before, Bill Maher? Yeah, yeah. He he's turned a corner recently. Now he's against all this stuff. And oh yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah. So like great. he does like the new rules thing that he has at the end of his. It, this was a whole. He went off for like fifteen minutes about it. It was it was funny too. I was laughing at it. But he he makes fun of uh, all kinds of stuff like this. But it's true. I mean, the world is to the emotions. No one's allowed to feel away, say anything without it being criticized one way or another. Someone that thinks there's always a negative spin on everything, no matter what right. you do. Like, I don't, I don't need to hear how LeBron made another million dollars. Like at some point, like it's just becoming bragging. But like if you did something like <laughs> awesome, like you should be able to tell people about like, Hey, I built all these wells or like, you know, get involved too. Like if you, the more I can fundraise and the more it's then like, who cares? Yeah, what do they want him to do? He could keep that money for himself and, Right. What he, he's it's getting money through views and clicks and advertisements. Like, so if yeah. you're watching it, all you're doing is just helping like drive that, which is so people are upset because they're like, oh, he, he, the savior complex. Like, they can't go save themselves and build their own wells. Like, well, they haven't done it for right. 100 years it's, or whatever. Yeah. Like, 
they obviously need somebody to come and at least set up a plan for them. They, and everybody who he did it for was super happy at the end of it that they had, you know, they were getting, you know, I, I don't know everything you get from drinking dirty water, d- dysentery, you know, you're getting worms and bugs and stuff in your body. Uh, and here he is just helping people clean water. They're like these right. people were yeah. washing their clothes and getting cooking water out of the same source of water that animals were pooping in and the people were throwing their poop in. Like th- <laughs> this is not. Yeah. And I even looked at it too. There's a, I'm weird. I used to do landscaping. There's this one page on my Facebook page. This guy, all he literally does is it's like a makeover show. Like he'll pull up to a house that looks like total shit and he just gets out and cuts the grass, like landscapes it all for free for these people that just can't pay for a thing. And he's like, he's, you know, you guys watching my video makes it possible for me to do work like this. On the own page, I went on there just to kind of prove like Gold Mars point. And sure enough, there's people criticizing. He's like, nobody should watch these videos. He's like, this takes away from the landscapers out there really trying to make a living. I was just like, well, the case in this story is the guy's lawn's crazy because he can't afford to pay those landscaping people. This guy's going out there. He spent all day. And it's like, that's what it's in. No one can do anything without someone criticizing it. Is this, like, uh, you can't even be nice. This- the same guy and he's like teaching the kids how to mow lawns no this is just a straight up he does like power washing and just total landscaping straight up for people he drives around neighborhoods finds the worst house and then just knocks their door and says he's going to do it for free yeah there's this uh black gentleman that would do similar to that and he was going around and like he, he really didn't have like politics involved in or anything and i think people kind of made him political but he would just go to like the worst houses and start mowing a lawn and he was like uh you know, kind of take care of your own backyard before you can like fix the yeah. world type of thing. And then he was like encouraging kids. He's like, Hey kids, I'm sponsored by Ryobi, like whoever, somebody <laughs> who's like sponsored. And I was like, Hey, sign up here. And like he was giving away whole lawn mowing kits that you would have like edgers and all this stuff. And then getting kids and empowering them and just showing up in like some of the worst neighborhoods, like high yeah, like, hey, let's just clean this. Yeah. They were just like, oh, I can't believe this. I can't believe he, you know, he probably votes for somebody. And it's like, dude, like stop complaining. This is, this is, you talked about this with social media. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Uh, like, but we weren't meant to have our opinion heard by 10,000, right. a million, you know, 8 billion people. And people are on Facebook and they just spout the worst ideas in the whole world and then think they should be able to say these things. This yeah. goes back to this Mac Ebert and like, you should not have a platform to speak these things. <laughs> yeah. None of your friends. None of my friends. They're off. This is a, yeah. So that, that's crazy. David Grush, anyway, he says the U.S. has UFOs. That's, that's think? I'm gonna look more. That's that's crazy. I mean, I, I believe in aliens. So I mean, it's crazy to think as big of a galaxy and everything that's out there that we're the only people, or you know, I should say life, any any sign of life. I think it's crazy to think that we're the only ones. So I think it's cool stuff. I wish they would just talk about. It. But if they're abducting people and shit like that, that's scary. I can see why you're not gonna tell everybody that. But that's kind of crazy. If uh, if any of that's true, that Eisenhower shit you said, like that. That's nuts. Yeah, that's been a rumor for a long time and a a folklore within the UFO community. And now for them coming out, it would just have to be what is so concerning. Like, what it's obviously something dark that you have to talk about. And so dark, you know, we went over the couple scenarios that I think it could be, or that we're just like the zoo animals. Yeah. You know, and like, actually, none of the shit matters. (laughs) And we're only here to entertain these people. We're on season 2024 of Earth coming up. It's, it's, uh, I didn't know all that stuff with the. I mean, I, I heard about the the guy with the claims of having the uh, the ships and the pilots and stuff, but I I didn't know anything about that theory thing. That's that's nuts. 
I'll send you some rabbit hole stuff you can go down into. Yeah. You know what I wanted to point out to you with yep. something to, to jump topics if you don't mind. You, you sent me the list of the best music from 1999 yep. when we graduated high school, 2003, we graduated college, and then now. On the first two lists, 99 and 2000, I know every single song. I've at least heard of it. You know, I know all the artists. I'm not lying to you. In today's music, I recognized out of all, and there's a hundred songs. Yeah, I recognized two names, which was like Bad Bunny and Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know the songs. I don't know one song. I don't know any. Uh, yeah, I'm pulling it up here. I I went through and hey, whatever. I'm old now. Uh, you know, the music's not really made for me. Apparently, I went through and there was not one song that I would intentionally play to hear. If I never heard one of these songs again in today's music or 2023, there was not one song that I would be sad that I could never listen to ever again. The song is from from Pitchfork. It was a top 100 songs. Number one was Lana Del Rey, A&W. I've heard of her. No idea what it is. Never heard of it. Number two, Pink Pantheris and Ice Spice. I I don't know. Yeah. Never old. Yeah. Um, But then I look at, where is it? Man, number five, I, Olivia Rodrigo. My daughter likes her. Yeah, I've heard of her. She was on Saturday Night Live. She was the, I know that because I saw a commercial. But yeah, I mean, I know every single person on 1999's list. I can't believe Cher was number one with Believe. Living La Vida Loca. Can't believe how many of these songs I actually like. The 99 list I was going through, and I was like, I still listen to a bunch of this stuff. Not Cher <laughs> and you know, Ricky Martin, but uh, there was some stuff on there like, hey, that's not too bad. Yeah, share is number one. Uh, TLC, no scrubs. No, Wikipedia, I do not want to donate to you. <laughs> so Sugar Ray, every morning. They oh, went, yeah, that was a good song. So I saw Sugar Ray in concert. They, I wanted, I liked House of Pain <laughs> in the 90s, and but I was just too young to see them when they were there. Then they broke up, and Everlast came out with Whitey Ford Sings the Blues. So he went and he was playing at the TLA, but this was before his album came out. So what it's like was already right, on the radio, right. right? And you know that kind of had like that country twist. It wasn't rap, like you know. So we whatever. But so not bad, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go see him. And Sugar Ray's opening up, and this is before Every Morning came out. Dude, they played like speed metal, like they just like speed punk or like it was super fast the whole time. And I was like, dude, like if you guys stuck this, this would be awesome. And then they yeah. got into like the <laughs> like the chick music or whatever. And I was like, ah, look, I can pass yeah. on this. And then Everlast completely. He played a countryish rock version of jump around and that was maybe yeah, whatever the concert was 20 bucks or whatever but hey 97 whenever i went that was 20 dollars a lot and i was like well that was 20 dollars not that much <laughs> right i was surprised I, too like because you always heard like like growing up like people like my dad didn't know britney spears and all that kind of stuff he's but i literally don't know and, and i think too there's so many artists just coming with now with social media again you know you can just put out a song and become popular like instantly where before to get recognized, it took a lot more than it does now. But it's just insane. I couldn't believe that. I could not. The only person I recognized was Bad Bunny and Olivia Rodrigo. Besides that, I didn't know. I'm sure I didn't go through the entire. I'm sure there's like some Billie Eilish. I know her. I'd say him. And who's the other guy? Post Malone. There's some Post Malone songs. I think that they're not that bad. But Post uh, Malone has a great interview on Rogan, and he gets he likes aliens and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Chat him on the show. He looks like a goddamn alien. So then I heard <clears throat> Post Malone's working on a country album. 
That's what's coming out next is he's really? in another country. Yeah. You, that jelly roll guy, Lord, I need a prayer or something, or I need a favor. I need a favor on a, I don't know, but he's on every station. So he was country. He's a big, big guy, tattoos all over his face, but uh, he's crossed over to be like every platform. So kind of like Post Malone where he has tattoos all over his face, but uh, Post Malone lost a lot of weight. This guy's like super, <clears throat> super big. And, but it's like this country crossover type of rock thing that also gets like the Q102 type of play. And I guess that's what Post is going to go for that. Like you're all you're going to do is just get more fans that way. Yeah. So for music now, like I'll listen to like, I guess 1045 is the closest to what I would like to listen to, you know, but then like mix in a little one, 1029 or 93.3. But even then like stuff comes on either I'll have on WIP, a podcast yeah. Or this Amazon playlist that I've made of 240 songs of that's all I want to hear is like those 240 yeah. songs for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm pretty much just sports talk in the car. Occasionally, uh, well, my daughter's in the car. I have to listen to All I Want for Christmas is You on repeat. So nonstop. Right, but, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Just making hand over fist dollars. <laughs> then I saw these guys are suing her for because apparently they made this song before she did. If it takes you 20 years to get a lawsuit in, I don't think you made that song. Right. Yeah, a little too late on that one. Yeah, like that that should just go. So let's see what else you got in here. Oh, the where's the shows? Are you a TV show guy? Uh, no. I'll say <laughs> what like do you have like a top five shows that you've ever watched? So I watched some of the I, best shows they say on here, but I haven't seen most of them. So on here, I don't think I watched one show that was on here. The shows that I, I do like, The Sopranos was great, Breaking Bad was great. Lost started off as a great idea, a great concept, the first season or two, and like it started going downhill. The Walking Dead, I like that concept. That went downhill. Yeah, it's the Walking same thing. Dead, it's too much of the same shit. I liked, I watched it, but then it's like, all right, like just solve it or whatever. I don't even know how it ended, but yeah, I gave up on it at some point. I've talked to some other guys about this on, on this podcast, guys, independent filmmakers and everything. We kind of go on these rants about this. Like I had no idea what a showrunner was until you know i guess more recently but they're the person who's like actually directing the direction of the show so okay. when lost comes out i think after season two they switched the showrunner so this isn't you know you're not presenting season one through five to the network and like hey you know a plane goes missing they end up on des desert island maybe it's purgatory maybe it's another dimension maybe it's whatever we have like polar bears coming out we have you know bunkers and people all connected weird ways and that's gonna happen this it's gonna end up you know Whatever it ends up being, I'm not even fully sure how Lost ended. It lost its way, but then a new showrunner comes in and they're like, uh, I want, I want to stop going in that direction. We're gonna make a hard right and go here, and like it really throws the show off. Right. Like, it would be nice, and hey, this is idealistic though, of present the show to the network of like, hey, these are the five seasons we're gonna do, and this is how it ends, and we're letting it go. But unfortunately for a lot of these people, it may be the only paycheck, big paycheck they ever see, and they're just gonna keep milking this thing as long as the network keeps signing off on it. Well, I think too, it's like it's hard to have a whole five seasons done right away too, and so like you can have the idea, and then if it kicks, like it takes off, then that's when they expand on the story. That's why. So my favorite show of all time is Breaking Bad, and then The Sopranos. But there's other shows I like, like The Wire, and uh, there's lots of shows I watch a bunch of shit. But why I think Breaking Bad is the best is because from beginning to end, it's just good. There's not that. You can sometimes see, like, sometimes shows just go too long. You're like, you should have, like, like, Walking Dead, like, way too long. You just got to end it. Breaking Bad, I think, was perfect with that. Sopranos was good, too, but everybody ha hated the Sopranos ending. After watching, I, I watched the series again. Now I actually like the ending, so it kind of went up on my books. But Game of Thrones, I liked Game of Thrones a lot, hated the ending. So, so Game of Thrones lost me. I watched 
two seasons of that, there were a lot of things in Game of Thrones that like would keep my attention at first. And then I was like, I'm not sticking around just to watch this for the nonsense yeah. of her birthing dragons <laughs> in the fire. Like that really lost me. You present your reality to be in the show and I'm willing to follow whatever you have. But once I was like, you stopped watching it and then started looking up alien stuff. Then I went right into that. And that was, a, <laughs> yeah. but the wire is a show that I tried getting into. It's usually in people's top five. And uh, it was so painful for me to get through. And people like, Oh, you have to give it like two seasons. And it really picks up then. Like, I don't have. Nah, any I, episodes. Mean, I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to get back into it and see what happens. You won't. No, I won't. Uh, <laughs> I, I hardly watch movies anymore. Like, like if Casey wants to put something on to watch, like I really don't fight too much with it. It's like really whatever you want. I might end my phone halfway through. I might just space. Well, out a lot of watch true it. crime stuff. Jamie and Jamie likes true crime stuff and like documentaries. So we watch that stuff. Thankfully, I mean she's a perfect girl for me because like she. She's not a big TV person, so like you know, I know a lot of couples like they have their shows that they watch together. And like if I like if I had this, she fall Jamie falls asleep after like five ten minutes, whatever we're watching. So like an hour episode takes us you know about a week and a half to finish. So like I have to I get to watch my own shows, but she uh, big on the the true crime stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot of good documentaries on Netflix about like that Murdoch trial. Uh, you heard about the Alex Murdoch? Yeah, Hilda. yeah, that stuff. There's a good documentary on that. So, but I think it's funny too when people say like, "Oh, move!" They watch, they complain about how long movies are, but then they'll binge watch these shows, which is just hours upon hours upon hours of stuff. It's like, then just don't watch the movie in parts. Then, like, if you want to watch the whole damn thing, watch it in episodes. These people complain that what's that new movie out with Julia Roberts? The End of the World one that just came out. Yeah, 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 that one. People were talking about. It's actually they're saying like the movie's so long. It was only two hours and like. 20 minutes or something like that. Someone was complaining about how long it was. And then they said, did you watch that movie? I didn't watch that one yet. No, no. Supposedly I'm people are complaining about the ending. They have all their own interpretations on, well, I'm getting sidetracked with that. It's just, it's crazy to me that like, they're like, well, I, they legitimately said that they didn't want to watch the movie anymore. So they went back and just started watching a series that they were watching because they said the movie was taking too long, but then they no, go back and watch boring. It. I get that. Like maybe you should have trimmed some fat. To get the movie to be more interesting, like I'm on board. Well, I mean, that's, maybe, that's what you maybe should be an hour fifty instead movie, of two twenty. Yeah, like, there were, like so, Lord of the Rings. I saw all of those in the theater. Never saw and the one first of them. one. No, I thought they were a pretty good series. And if you like Game of Thrones, it's the same concept. Probably, and, yeah, I probably would like it. Yeah, but he made the trilogy originally, and you watch the first one, and it kind of comes to an ending. Like they're going <laughs> on like another adventure, or they complete like, the first part to go. But that's fine. But in the middle. It picked up where the first one left off and it ended where the third one would pick. It, it truly was just the middle of a movie. And, and like, that was like, uh, like, what are you yeah. doing? But then you realize like, <laughs> the guy just took a nine hour movie and broke up into three, three and three. Yeah. What a money cow that thing was that and Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. Yeah. I feel like I saw, I, I feel like I saw <clears throat> those movies. I don't know, but yeah. I saw a couple of them. I just wish I could fall into something like that where I just, you know what's crazy too? So, <laughs> this dumb shit that goes through my mind. There was a ad I saw. Well, but I was thinking, so I was on Facebook just talking about, you know, the amounts of money people make doing these things. And there was a buddy of mine who actually was the buddy of a guy I went to college with. He started after college, started his own ice company. Just like CIL ice cubes, like ice cubes. Yeah. Ice cubes. Yeah. yeah okay. What I found just amazing to me. So like, I know if he meant meth or, or diamonds, I was just confused at first. No, just regular ice, ice cubes. Okay, yeah. right, right. make yeah. your drinks cold. Yeah, 
He gets it, he goes to college, <clears throat> does, and he's, he's successful as hell. But like, where and you're done your college and everything, you're thinking about what you want to do with your life, and you're thinking your big venture is going to be ice. Like, it's ice. <laughs> like, it just, I couldn't believe the fact that he, he came up with like all, like, most people, like entrepreneurs, want to start like something new is that this is ice. And now he's a millionaire for just bringing ice. It's not even the CIL ice. I forget the name of his company, too, but he's like, it's just crazy to me how someone can now be rich from ice and just selling it. Like he went to school, did everything the right way, and he's rich for ice. The entrepreneurs or people who tell you in business, the best thing to do is not to invent a new product. Like that's too hard to do, but to improve upon an existing product. So you see something that's already yeah, out there. How do you improve ice? And then fix it. So this is, who is he <laughs> selling ice to that didn't have ice before? Is just like that's rock bottom prices? Right. Who, so his post wasn't about like, you know, his journey of ice. I wouldn't have even read anything. The fucking worst story ever. But, I would have been uh, in for like nine hours, but I'm in. Let's hear about this ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was just like they're just showing him. And then like I said, it's like, wow. It's like because I met this the guy before, but it's been passing. And he's just like, oh no, man, he's killing it. His his ice company. I was just like, really? He's like, Oh yeah, dude, people need ice. So I was like, I know, but like it's not like you couldn't get it before. Like, <laughs> that's where I'm confused. Like, where are you? Like, is this like to dollar stores? Maybe you broke into like a dollar tree and you're selling to all them. Right. That's what I don't get. Like, what's your marketing for ice? And what's your, like, yeah, it just, it was baffling to me. I, I, I need to talk to this guy to see if I can sit through like one of his board <laughs> meetings. Like, oh, the, the, the price per square inch of ice is 0.001 <laughs> cents. I'm like, we can get this down. You know, this is. <laughs> I just went to school all the time. He's rich from ice. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm confused. That's uh, I'd be interested in. The next show, we can talk about ice. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Hey, maybe if the guy's selling meth, I'm like, hey, but well, why not? There's, there's a there's a market <laughs> for this. White, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there's there's different things you can do for this. So I want to bring up two. Since we're in random ideas here, I want to bring up two random ideas for you. Okay. I have two things. To, do, do you go shopping? Do you like go to the grocery store or Target or anything? Yeah. Yep. What do you do with your shopping cart? What do you push it? Like you stand behind it and walk with it? Yeah, I'm a normal or you, person. Or do you drag it? No, I'm a normal person. I push yeah. it. So you use your inertia of you walking and pushes this thing on four wheels and makes it go a lot easier. Right. There's people. Have you seen them? these people drag? Like, no. Go to the grocery store. It's funny when you, I saw you, you had the shopping carts topic. I thought it was going to be if you like return your shopping cart to the. Shopping cart thing. No, there's cart narcs. There's people who like confront people in the <laughs> in the parking lot of like, sir, sir, you need to return this. I think they have it covered. Yeah. The psychopaths. I need to understand. I don't get it. People drag their cart with it behind them and they kind of walk next to it. So like a, an aisle at a grocery yeah. store is kind of meant for two carts to pass by. Like you're, yeah. like you're driving on a road. This person it seems like it's more uncomfortable to drag it. It's it's hard. Like I like the car. You, you can lean, lean on it. You can kind of, depending how big it is. Target has the best shopping carts, in my opinion. They're real Drink high. holder. High drink holder. They usually it's a little phone thing. You can put your phone there if you have like your list or whatever it is, or, you yeah. know, whatever it might be. Like it has gadgets for you to do it. And people drag this behind them as they walk next to it. I hate it. I had not. Maybe I just haven't noticed because I like to block out horrible things. You're going to see this now. This should be a crime. Like I think people should go to jail <laughs> for years. To until they change their behavior. This is the Draymond Green level of you're ruining shopping experiences. No, yeah, I haven't seen it. Actually, well, so I was at BJ's yesterday and I saw a guy. He was pushing one, and he had so much shit. He was pushing one with one hand, dragging it the other one, which makes sense. 
He had too much. I get that. Yeah. So they I give you that sled that. at BJ. He's like, you're supposed to fill that sled up. And I'm like, well, that makes it like shit's going to fall off. Yeah. But yeah. That's I don't get that. The dragging. So next time you're at the store, you're going to see it. And like, yeah, now, yeah. And, and then the look of confusion the person has at me as they're dragging it in one lane and then standing in my lane and like walking at me and then yeah. my still driving <laughs> at them. And I'm like, you got to fucking move, man. Like this isn't, you don't get the whole, I'm not going to stop my shopping so you can do your bullshit. Like, this is insanity. I hate when people stop their cart right in the middle of the aisle when they're looking at it. they leave shit. it? Like, the Instacart, ever since COVID, there's all these Instacart people everywhere. And you yeah. would think that they would just know where everything is in the store. But they just ghost push. The, they push it, ghost ride it down wherever it stops, and go pick up stuff. And there's, like, this abandoned cart sideways. Now, <laughs> I, I try to keep people in line. I aggressively try to keep people in line. Sometimes they need their cart bumped. Or they need me like driving at them as they're kneeling down, studying like what can of beans they want as their carts taking up. Like you guys just, you need to, we live in a society, right? Isn't there a movie like we live in a society? It's like, like Batman or whatever, right? People need to fix their behavior, man. And sometimes they need me to encourage them to fix it. Um, Hopefully they're listening. So all these cart draggers. A bunch of cart draggers, man. Once you see these cart draggers, there has to be a mental disorder. It has to be. I think I've maybe have seen one, but I didn't think like maybe it was just they were doing it the whole time. Maybe I thought it was just an instance where they were just pulling it for that's stupid though. So you've seen this enough to hate it and have it. So th- th- this isn't like I'm the, the perfect shopper, but like I'm food shopping. There are times where, you know, like whatever, I might have to go get mac and cheese or something. If like Logan's with me, I'm like, Hey bud, you watch the cart, you stand here, and then I get them in the front. Maybe I'll drag it up to me until I get behind it again. I get that. Yeah. There are people who spend their entire shopping experience dragging the cart behind them and how they're going. Yeah. That's dumb. It is, it's more work. It, it's it, horrible. Yeah. Like, that's not how yeah. it was designed. Like, uh, yeah, I, I need to get the bottom of this. In your topic list here, what do you have about comedy club covers? So, this is a brilliant idea. Oh, you go. Like there's a, I'm trying to think the, uh, so Badfish, Sublime cover band. They're, they're relatively famous and they tour, but there's like Journey cover bands. My sister's friend, he does a Tom Petty and Bruce Springsteen cover band. I forget he calls it, but it's like, it has like a compete off between Bruce Springsteen and Tom Petty stuff. So you go to these bars, you go to these venues to see someone playing the music of someone else. Like you're intentionally going to see a cover band of Queen, of Journey, of whoever it might be, right? Yeah. Why don't you have, so maybe there's a stand-up comedian who doesn't have their tight 30. Maybe they don't, maybe they don't have enough for a 30. Maybe they, and they, they definitely have enough for a 60-minute show to do, and they're trying to break in. Well, I want to go see Eddie Murphy Raw. I want to go see the Dice Man, Hickory Dickory Dock. Oh, I, I need to go see this. Right. Right? But I'm not going to go put on the VHS, <laughs> the Blu-ray, whatever it might be. He needs, this person would go to the comedy club and just do beat by beat. He would do raw from beginning to end. Like and a then performance more than a uh... performance. So th- this would be the performance. You're going to go see, oh, I'm going to go see Eddie Murphy raw tonight. I'm going to go see Andrew Dice Clay. I'm going to go see Chappelle. I'm going to, but like not them. You're going to go see their greatest hits. Like Chappelle's not doing the, the baby selling drugs in the corner anymore. Like that was from 2000. Like that, that skits over. So, but I missed it. Like I didn't get to go to the no, club and go a, see that. That's an idea. I was thinking right? so, when I said comedy club covers, I thought you were talking about like the money you paid to go. 10 in. bucks. Yeah. yeah. But now you no, pay, you know, yeah. you could charge a little more. Like if it's just me, like, Hey man, I have 30 minutes and I'm at, I ran out helium tonight. 
Like people aren't going to give me a ton of money to come see me yet. Yeah. But if I was like, Hey, I'm doing Eddie Murphy role. But I think in some cases too. So I guess obviously there's better cover bands and other cover bands that play it better uh, than others would, but it's all, a lot of comedy is in the delivery of it, which some people, you know, you can just get somebody up there just reading a script. It's not going to be funny, but you got to act it. But that's where there would be better comedians than other comedians at it. But I, that's not a bad idea. Right. Like the market would work that out. Like I, if I, you know, maybe I want a gaslight anthem cover band, right? That's the music I want to go listen to. But I, I play zero instruments and I can't sing. So the bar yeah. would not book me a second time when they're like, you, or they like during my audition, they'd be like, wait, you suck. Like, why, why would we give you any money to come play here? So Helium or whoever it might be, or you go rent out, you know, the Scottish Rite Theater in Collingswood, whatever it might be. Like, obviously, I, I assume they have auditions or something for you. You come up there and you're doing, baby, stop selling drugs in the corner. <laughs> that's a, that's a very uh that's a decent idea i think uh you got something there that's not a bad idea not bad right yeah so because even if you're not funny you can maybe be good at mimicking somebody so you right. maybe it's already there you saw how it's delivered this isn't like your spin on it this is like the lyrics are there the jokes there it's written you sing you say yeah. what's said and then maybe you want to do a little cover band in between to get people as you go change out of your full red leather outfit and put on, you know, whatever you're doing to do your 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, no, that's a, you got a, you got a good idea there. I think that's not bad. Not bad, right? If you did want to, if you want to try out some of your own shit too, you could, you know, do raw and then throw some of your, be like, okay, now this is me. And then nobody will laugh, but you can try out your own shit. Maybe that's your halftime. You have the guy doing the cover, then you come out in halftime and then do your 15 minutes. Then people will stay for the other half of raw. Look at you. This isn't bad, right? And there's no copyright because uh, you, you don't have to worry about copyright. I guess if you were selling your DVD afterwards, you'd have to worry about that. But even then, but you can sing any song you want live. Like so, like Pearl Jam covers "Last Kiss." Like they're not paying whatever. They're not. They're not paying that guy yeah. money because you're singing live. You're allowed to do that live. So your performance would be okay. You'd be covered by copyright. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Last kiss may have been, I think, Jay Frank Wilson, actually. Sorry. Sorry to Turner, whoever just made up. <laughs> Sorry. All right, um, man. We have, we're, let's do some celebs that died. Yeah. I just, yeah. So 20, I'm, you picked, I saw you picked some. You missed a lot, too, but I'm sure you know. I'm guessing you picked the ones you picked for a reason. You know, there's so, other people that died, right? Uh, there, there were a lot of people that died. <laughs> 2023, big year. People dying. People die every year. Who do you think the biggest uh, one in your, who was That's I okay. most sad to see die? <laughs> I would yeah. have to, so out of that, Jimmy Buffett, 76 years old. Yeah. I buff a parrot head, <laughs> saw Buffett numerous years, numerous times, many years in a row. But at the same time, you're 76. Like that's kind of young yeah. to die, but also kind of old to start keep performing. So his time of me seeing him was going to be limited. But Buffett dying, yeah. that, that was a rough one. Bob Barker, classic, growing up, price is right. I, I I mean yeah, I thought he was dead. I mean, this is sad for you all over again. <laughs> like, I thought I mourned him. This is plus <laughs> well, the Matthew Perry. Obviously, he was very sad because he was young still. But what I was surprised is that you, you put uh, so Burt Young, Paulie from Rocky. Paulie, real quick, thirty six years old in Rocky. Rocky one, he is thirty six years old. I do that all the time. I look at these movies I loved growing up, and then I look look at the age of these people, like. Bruce Willis was 33 in Die Hard. Like, he seemed like, older in that. 
I know. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. I know. He was only 33. Like, we're almost 10 years older than he was in Die Hard. I mean, we couldn't do Die Hard now. No. I no, wouldn't I would, I, I'd be I wouldn't winded fit and I wouldn't be able would, to fit in the air vent. I'm halfway <laughs> in the air vent. I'm like, get me out. Yeah, I would have died. And he would have shot one bullet right through the thing. Home movie would have been over. Credits would have just hear you wheezing. Like, just quiet. Listen to him wheezing <laughs> up there. <laughs> I'm allergic to dust, man. Please. I'm in the leg room. <laughs> I can't believe he was 36 in Rocky. I just watched Rocky one and two last week, halfway through three. Oh, he is old. Yeah. Like, and angry and miserable and all this stuff. And Hey, I don't work in a meatpacking facility and I'm, I'm not dealing with, you know, the stinks yeah. rock, the stinks, but it's crazy. I get to yeah. make up and I get all this stuff that you're doing. Dude, he was an old 36, man. He was. I thought you didn't have it on your list, but I thought Tom Sizemore, he was in a ton of movies growing up. He was in uh, Heat. It was a good movie. Point yeah. Break. You remember Tom Sizemore was in Point Break? I, oh, of course I remember Point oh. Break. I didn't realize Tom Sizemore was in that. Yeah, he's when, what's his name? When Johnny Utah, he comes to the house. They think that they have the, what do you call it? What is their name? They, I know the, the, the ex-president. President's ex-president. Yeah, yeah, he thinks that the, he's at their house. They're at the wrong house. And Tom Sizemore was the undercover guy who's trying to work. But then they come in and fuck it all up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've been working on this, these guys for three months. Like He's like, you guys come in here. And, yeah, so that was him. Uh, he was in a bunch of shit, like Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down. He was a good actor. Tina Turner died. Tina Turner, I saw that. So this list that I was going on, like just kept going and going and going. And Tina Turner is huge, but she also didn't have that much of an impact in my life. She had the 92 Olympics, like had a Coke Coke commercial that she was in. I remember getting like the Coca-Cola CD for the Olympics. And I forget what the song was, but like, I I don't know if Sinead O'Connor was more to you than Tina Turner. <laughs> so Sinead O'Connor, what I heard, nothing compares to you. They had Prince wrote that. Oh, do you, so Chris Cornell does this acoustic cover, and it is just know. fantastic. You know, another person who passed away, but we weren't doing that show for him. So Sinead O'Connor, her passing with herself, one fifty-six. I don't know how what I expected her to be, but maybe like that's how young she was when she first came out. Yeah, like if I'm thinking 1990, that's 32 years ago. So she was 24 doing. Nothing compares to you, but I was ten, yeah. so I didn't really have much of a, <laughs> you know, a, a idea of what people looked like as they were older. Yeah, Tina Turner like, dying. All, I think all the references, Biggie being like, and like Ike Big Tina, and I was like, well, do yeah. I really want? <laughs> I really want that to be my reference of Tina Turner of spousal right. abuse. Yeah, Iron Sheik. I, I loved wrestling when I was a kid. I even uh, Jerry Springer. That was a sad one. So Richard Mole Night Court, <clears throat> I think, is a criminally underrated. And it's about court. There you go. Criminally underrated TV show. It has, never watched it. Never watched yeah. it. Uh, Marky Post. I knew of the show. I just never watched it. Yeah. I like Cheers. And Richard <laughs> Mole is this, you know, I, I got to be at least like six, six bald guy. Yeah. yeah. He's like your, uh, he's like your Scott Van Pelt of actors. Even Suzanne Summers. I was going to skip her. I know like Three's Company. I didn't. Maybe I saw an episode step of time. Step was a good show. But then with Step by Step, I forgot about that. And I was like, oh, Step by Step. I was like, yeah, that was that was the mom and Step by Step. But 77 yeah. years old, that was a good run for her. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, 70. Pee Wee yeah. Herman, tough, tough, tough. And what a what a bad break to get. Jerking off in the movie theater. Yeah, like thing? if the internet yeah. was just around for then, like none of this would happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he got busted for doing like sec- uh, sexual acts. And I guess that is a sexual act on yourself but like you know he didn't get busted with another person 
Eddie Murphy got busted with like picking up a streetwalker in the nineties. I was fine. Hugh oh, Grant yeah, got picked I forgot up. about that. Yeah, but Hugh Grant got busted. And yeah. those guys didn't lose their <clears throat> careers. But then Paul they're Rubens. They're coming you know, out with uh, Beverly Hill Cop again. You see that? The fourth one, yeah. yeah. Axel F. Axel F. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first two were awesome. The third one, I think I only saw yeah. it once. Uh, but I'm excited, hopefully, for the fourth one, they do it right. Yeah. Eddie Murphy disappearing for like 20 years. I guess he did Donkey or whatever, but that doesn't really count. But the guy <laughs> was like the height of his fame and kind of just walked off. I don't blame him. He has more money than God. Why do anything? Yeah, that's true. Enjoy life. So there's my, other, there's other names I jotted down that people that died were Jim Brown, Tony Bennett, Raquel Welch. I give her credit because she's in my well, my favorite one of my favorite movies in the Shawshank Redemption. She's the poster that he digs the hole behind. And in the end, he's got a few posters, but at the end, that's the one. Lisa Marie Presley, Rosalind Carter, but that's just that was coming with that. She was the oldest. How old is she? She's like a hundred and something. I, yeah, I think she was really up there. Uh, Jimmy Carter is. <laughs> Very old as well, and you know, doing God's work out there. But yeah, tough stuff, man. You know, it's the the thing I hate the most that, especially about social media, when you know somebody's going to die within the next week or two, and they're going to be like, "Oh, 2023, why can't you just end like 2023? Kill the person, and then in 2024, someone's going to die early, and they're going to be early in the year, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, 2024, why'd you do this to us? You know, you see like all this big blow up, and yes, 2024 murdered. This person. That's what they did. Yeah. I think 20, I think uh, last year there was a string of people that, that died that for me, it was like all like mafia people, like in the mafia movies. It was like Ray Liotta, Paulie He Wallace, was young. What did he die? What was his? Ray Liotta? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, I he, don't know. Just... It was him, Paulie Walnuts, Sonny Corleone, James Kahn, and Paul Sorvino. All those guys, all mafia guys died last year. Yeah. Not, not a good year. <laughs> 2022 no. put a hit on him. And I think Betty White died maybe New Year's Eve or something. And she was going to hit 100 or. Oh, yeah. That she was died weird. just shy of it. Have you ever done a death pool? I have not done a death pool. But, you know, if I yeah. if I was to bet on some of the people that would die, and I'm looking at even just the people I wrote down right now. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have, I would ever win any of these. Well, the death pool, how the scoring works is like it's all based off 100. So it's the difference of that to 100. So if you had Bob Barker, you would only gotten one point. Mm. You know, so like but, pick him, yeah. Matthew Perry would have been the way to go. But, uh, you know, a lot of people pick Bam Margera because they just feel like that guy's off the rails and he's going to die soon. It's kind of sad that those that's an actual thing. Uh, death pools, but they're, uh, you know, you never know. That's yeah. a pretty Spears probably for a few years, but you're, you know, you're also rooting for somebody to die who's like 40, but then she's also had so many issues <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But Bam, I just saw a clip of him. He's doing he better, was, evidently. He just had boxing gloves on and, you know, so that these guys are trying to reenact jackass or something. So this little film crew and this guy's sitting down in a chair and he, he wanted Bam to do this, but Bam walked up from behind and just cold cocked him. And, uh, the guy was not excited. So he's, I've heard he's doing better. He was, he was off the rails for a while. He was all drugged and fucked up. Maybe he's back to normal. I mean, that's the shit he was doing beforehand. But. Yeah, I hope he is. I, I saw whatever. I think he's finally allowed to see his kid again or something. Like, that stuff's tough. But then also, if you're going to keep doing, like, all that Steve-O stuff, like, that's not good for your body, man. Like, you need to yeah, medicate yeah. somehow. So, like, you, it's easy to see how they get involved Steve-O in drugs and alcohol. Yeah. But, so that was good that he was able to do that. And I think he's a little older yeah. than Bam. Like, Bam was yeah. I met Steve-O, actually. 
I met Steve-O Panama City when we were on spring break once. I didn't even know I was talking to him. I was like, there was a big thing, a line at this outdoor bar that we were at. And my buddy was getting the drinks. And I just went out and like looking at, leaning over this like fence, looking out into the ocean. And there was another guy. He just had a towel over his head and all this kind of stuff, too. And I was just bullshitting with him, just not really looking directly at him. So I didn't know. But then he's like, all right, buddy. Well, he's like, I'll see you later. And hits me on the arm and he walks and he takes the towel. And, you know, he has a big ass tattoo of himself on his back. Yeah. And then he went up on the stage and I was like, holy fuck. I was just, I didn't know I was talking to him, but I was. But I mean, in the four seconds that I talked to him, nice guy. <laughs> that's probably one of his more enjoyable conversations where people just aren't like bring up like your greatest. I think I changed his life. I think that's when he decided to get sober. He got sober. He's like, I am not going to snort this hot sauce yeah. and put lime juice in my eye and, you know, rub salt into my wound. Uh, I think he, he's I, a man. He funneled a beer up his ass. That was interesting. Have you seen this guy was at, was the Bills Eagles game and he just chugs beers? And so then I saw one, he was at the Patriots. Oh, in like two seconds? Oh, like it is faster guy. than that. Yeah. And he's like, you put your $20 up and if you win, you get a hundred. And the dude just sits yeah, there. I think I said, he just like dumps it. It's just, a, yeah, it's dumps a, it right in. Just dumping it out. Yeah. I did it is crazy. I, was, I got stuck in that video for a little bit. Yeah. That's nuts. It's very nuts. All right, man. Let's cover what's to come in 2024. Okay. David Copperfield in February. He's going to make the moon disappear. The only way this will impress me is if I actually go outside. It has to be live. And if I go outside and he does this trick and the moon doesn't go away, it's stupid. Like if I see, you know, you can't watch that on TV. You know, I want to go outside and see the moon go away. This is why I'm excited for this <laughs> trick. Most guys for magic, aside from Mike Paulino, I'm excited for his magic. Everyone else, not too excited for their magic. I'm watching on TV. I don't know if it's real or not. I I don't know the camera angles you're showing. I don't know what's being cut. I, I don't know what CGI. <laughs> David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear in the 90s or something. Like I was oh, there. Yeah, I don't years and shit. It's right, but there. I'm not there. Like I don't know. <laughs> but if I can go outside in February and I'm staring at the moon and then it's fucking gone, dude, that's a great trick. That is crazy. Well, yeah, but there's no way that can happen. That's why I'm excited Maybe, to see it. Yeah, I guess. But is yeah, that how it's going to be, though? Is he just saying he's going to make it disappear on a television show for like just the people who are physically with him at that spot? Or we go outside and we look it up and it's gone? I don't think That's you can say you're going to make the moon disappear and it's only happening <laughs> over New York City for the 50 people that are there. Like, Yeah, no, well, that's like the worst about. trick. So I, I, I did see there was a, a contest that you can enter and you can go there with him to see this happen. And in this article, this is a today.com article towards the bottom. Some, he's been one, he's been practicing this for 30 years or some crap. But, you know, he's like, oh, I'm getting a lot of reports from people like strange things happening on the moon with the moon, strange, strange things happening with the moon. And if you see that, please report it in because this all has to do with my trick. Oh, really? like, I guess like the moon's moon. I, I, you know, I don't know. I find the moon to be besides going there. I just find the idea of the moon, like sometimes I like, hard wrap my head around that. Yeah, like I can walk outside. I don't like the moon, but I can walk outside <laughs> at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and sometimes the moon's there. Like that's fucking weird. It bothers you. It does. But like this, that means like China doesn't have the moon like over them that night. Like how come? Like I get full moons. I, I guess I get full moons. Like you know, resting, <laughs> whatever it is. I, I guess I get that concept fully. Not because I'm still confused by the moons outside during the day. Uh, and then you know, there's this time yeah. we have zero moon. I know that it gets real slim, then it comes back, and that's like the new, like whatever it might be, the new moon. The, yeah, 
<laughs> a waxing wane. Maybe that's going to be. I bet David Copperfield's trick is just going to be a three-hour PowerPoint presentation explaining to me how the moon works. No, he's just going to start at night, see the moon, and then we just sit there and wait till daytime, and it goes away. <laughs> like, and it's gone. Yeah. And it's gone. This is some of the reasons why the flat Earth is an interesting topic that you could take a little bit further. Like, if I see the moon in the I middle of the day, sometimes. I think you are a con. You I think that it's very suspicious. Some of the things that have happened. <clears throat> I think pictures from the on the moon showing the Earth and how small it is. When I can take a picture of the moon on Earth and see how big it is, is completely crazy. When the Earth is four times the size of the moon, mm. the moon should be the Earth should be dominating the moon's view into space. And here yeah. it is, this tiny little blue marble far away. And then you find out that tiny blue marble is actually a CGI composite picture on there anyway. Like it's not a real picture. Right. So like all that stuff I just find super interesting. I don't get how we just can't get a real picture of it. So even in flat earthers, why don't you go take a picture of it then? That's it. Well, there's apparently there's a dome <laughs> underneath. So I don't I don't get into all that. I just find it interesting. Like why can no, you no, see I, I, I Chicago yeah, skyline, all this stuff? Uh but the moon is confusing to me because in the daytime you can see the moon sometimes. But at nighttime, you can never see the sun sometimes. It's on like, the other side that, of the world. But the moon's on the other side. Like, isn't aren't they opposite each other? And then as it's spinning around, and there would never be a time. Yeah, again, yeah. this is why I'm too dumb to talk. But the answer is so simple. <laughs> but I'm not. I get what you're saying, but I mean, I'm not mentally competent enough to understand the simple answer. And I'm like, how come this is happening? Yeah, yeah, That's I find that interesting. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Seems like a mixture of facts and prediction. So this is 2024. This is from futuretimeline.net. Seems like a super reputable source. They probably quote during presidential briefings. In 2024, they said Bulgaria is going to adopt the euro. I don't know if that's a big deal or not. Uh, good for them. But yeah. a global agreement on plastic pollution. Think we're going to get that? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. So they have this guy, Boyan <laughs> Slate, Boyan Slat, S-L-A-T. He was on Rogan a few times. He has these the ocean cleanup, I think it's called. So okay. he's trying to clean up the great Pacific garbage patch, which is the size of Texas. And it's a lot of floating nets and things like that. And a lot of people just say, Hey, it's too big. We can't do it. We can't do it. So this kid, now he's in his twenties, but he developed this concept, this idea, and it actually is cleaning it up. And he thinks he can do it by 2040. So he goes to like, uh, there's a river in India. That's one of the top like five polluters. And you just look at the river and it's just disgusting. And he's able to clean up like 80% of this stuff. Yeah. But a lot of these people like don't it's not a norm to throw things in the trash. I think it's the norm to throw trash out your window and wherever it ends up, it ends up. Yeah. I think some of these third world countries, maybe they don't have plastic, I don't know, whatever whatever it's gonna be. I think it can be a little difficult. Now if you're gonna have a you know, whatever, a global agreement, like what that means, like yeah. you, the UN agrees to it, I, I guess. So we're gonna have a total solar <laughs> eclipse across North America. I saw that path is supposed to be everybody. Thought it, that'd be pretty cool. Right. The first crewed flight of NASA's Orion spacecraft. I don't know where that's going, but I'm in. We can find out more if space is fake. <laughs> going to the moon. Your favorite yeah. place. Going to the moon, man. I'm on top of this. There's a lunar mission one drilling into the moon's south pole. I think anything drilling into there is fascinating, too. There was I find all this stuff really interesting. It's just a... I just feel like today... With the technology that we have, all this stuff with is stuff fake bullshit. We could figure it all out if people would just go do it. I don't see why we can't get a picture of the world. I know you're saying the dome thing. I don't know why we can't get true pictures of the moon if it's real or all this shit. Like, why can't we just 
definitively get you know your biggest conspiracy theorists and just get like a Nassau person, have them hang out, send them somewhere together, and be like, "Fucking go look." Like, why are we just doing? Yeah, we need to start a TV show. <laughs> we're going to get these people and bring them out. Yeah. Because they have some flat earth maniacs that put balloons up in the air and they go up pretty high and they're like, hey man, it's still the horizon's still level. Yeah, it's the horizon, yeah. You're not seeing a curve. And they say, like, you know, the, there was a, a Red Bull space jump or something. A guy took his Red Bull rocket up and jumped. And then you could see a curve there. And like, well, that's a fisheye lens that that adds a curve to it. That's why you see a lot of these curves, because it's the type of lens that they're using. I, I don't know. Both of them sound uh, whatever. If you're sending a, a rocket up, is is there a flat? <laughs> lens you put in like maybe they're like i don't i don't know all the lenses and cameras like well, maybe why can't we get a picture of it right like if we're why talking about going to mars itself and actually going there why can't we just get a fucking real picture because elon picture. musk can't even keep rodents <laughs> off of his rocket flying <laughs> in the space he is well, part of the problem. mouse camera and then probably teach a mouse how to take a picture put a spacesuit and a gopro <laughs> on the mouse send it yeah. up there so it makes you so wise you know, they're showing that's a real rocket in space above the Earth, but a mouse isn't alive out there, so that's not yeah. a real rocket above Earth. You know, kind of makes these things all, you know, I don't know. Why are they doing this? <clears throat> Source 3D printed clothes they'll get at near zero cost. My kids are dying for a 3D printer. I'm not fully sure what that means, what they think they're making out of that. 3D print your clothes. That's they crazy. want they want a 3D printer. I think I don't know what they would make, <laughs> or if they do stuff with it in school. Thirty thirty dollar thing at Best Buy you can get. It's a 3D printer pen, and you just feed in a piece of plastic, and you can make trinkets or like little small plastic animals. So that's kind of interesting to see where this goes. Now you have 3D printed clothes. Yeah, that's pretty fascinating too. Yeah, that's crazy. Now the near zero cost is interesting because people are getting excited. Oh, free clothes. No, you'll buy your million dollar machine and be able to print a million dollars worth of stuff. And it's like, that's going to be worth your, it. Your near zero. Yeah. Right. So, I'd rather just buy my clothes and not have that. We have Starlink reaches full capacity. This is Elon Musk's internet that he sends up. It's a string of lights. He put it up over Ukraine, I think, for part of the war. He has it up over Midwestern cities that have a hard time getting internet. So apparently he's going to have these all over the world and people are going to have internet from everywhere. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's pretty good. And the last one that I see interesting, the first probe to fly into the sun's outer atmosphere. Listen, I don't get a shit. I'm, what the, I'm on the moon now. We you don't deal with the to, sun. I, wanna, I don't fuck the sun. I see the sun. It's there. It's bright. I want to find out now for your benefit. Because I feel for you. You're dominating show, a lot of my life. Yeah. We've talked about the moon so much. I want you for your own sanity to figure out what's going to no other planets until you find out about this moon. You should have somebody on your show saying why the moon is real. I should have a moonist, a moonanite. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, maybe he'll get you to sway the other way. They had, I don't know when NASA crashed this probe into the moon, but it rang like a bell for 90 minutes. Like when they crashed into it, it made this ringing sound. So that would give the impression that the moon is hollow. Hmm. Really? So that's interesting too. And you know stuff so like, much about the moon and you don't even believe in it. I, I'm not even sure if it's there. There's people <laughs> who film like ripples on the moon. Like you can see this ripple go through it, which is interesting too. Like a wave, a lunar wave. I don't know. That's, There's some crazy guy who lives in like Arizona type area over there. Matt Gibbert. Matt Gibbert is in Arizona, <laughs> but he has these satellites 
pointed at different planets. And according to him, he's talking to people on the planets. I don't know. That's crazy. That I don't believe that. <laughs> but I also yeah. think like this guy's like, hey, like I'm talking to somebody on Mars. Nikola Tesla, named after Elon Musk, named the Tesla after him. He had this yeah. whole free energy thing he was trying to do, and Edison came and I forget who he was working for, JP Morgan or somebody. He was like, Oh, I can do electricity. And then found out that Nikola Tesla would make electricity free for everybody. He took that away, and now we we're stuck with our current system. But Nikola Tesla said that all of his ideas came from somebody on Mars who told him what to do. Like he was talking to somebody on Mars. Hmm. So weird stuff. They also said he was in love with a pigeon. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was going to get at. I mean, these people don't just be fucking batshit crazy. Their brains could be medical marvels, but they're also whack jobs at the same time. Yeah, they had Howard they're Hughes, right? The the Leonardo. Here we go. Leonardo oh, yeah, DiCaprio was even real. Howard Hughes yeah, peeing in bottles in his bedroom and like saving all of them because it's amazing that he had pee and fingernails. Like everybody has a man. You don't need to save it. Just throw it out the window. Yeah. So my goal. I mean, I think I'm I'm serious because you uh, you should have you had the one show with the flat earth guy. You should have two people, a flat earther and, you know, a round earther battle it out on your show. We'll see. I should be able to find somebody who knows. Find a scientist. Yeah. Get, and yeah, then get your flat earth guy back and say, like, hey, I got a guy who wants to go head to head with you and see what he says. I will listen to that podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have one listener. All right. I'm ready. All right. So I just pulled up the movies for 2024. This is from Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to rip through them real fast. You tell me if you're interested in any of them. There's a new Mean Girls. I'll probably watch it. I like the first one. As I'm ripping through them, my computer froze. First one had some funny parts. Not bad. It's the same so, cast. They got a lot of the same cast in it. I know. So Tina Fey, Tim Meadows, Jenna Fisher, John Hamm. I don't see any of the other people. I think they have like little, like, they're not like main characters, cameos. but they're doing like cameos in it here. Movie called Argyle has Samuel L. Jackson in it. Um, well, it like, I don't know if I want to see that. It's such a great trailer you gave me about it. Uh, <laughs> there's a Spider-Man side char- character, Madam Webb, Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney, uh, Emma Roberts, Mike Epps. I don't know. Hmm. Dune Part 2. I never saw the first one. I heard the first one was really good. I haven't seen it, but they were actually, we were just talking about that last night. So maybe that might be one I see. I got to see the first one. So. A cartoon called Imaginary. I don't recognize any of the names on it. Kung no. Fu Panda 4. <laughs> I haven't seen the first Jack series. Black? So. No? All right. Well, hey, you can binge. Arthur the King, Marky Mark. Mark. Possibly Arthur the King is a dog or something. No, Ghostbusters, me. Frozen Empire. If Bill Murray's in it. Yeah. I think he's in it. Yeah. He's supposed Paul to be. Rudd, in it. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Finn like Wolfhard. Patton Oswalt. All those guys are back. Mickey 17 with Robert Pattison. Are you are you team Edward or team Jacob here? No. Oh, wait, what is it? This is called What's Mickey it? 17. It has Robert Pattison in it. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, hmm. Or Mickey 7, other or sci-fi mob. I don't know. I'd have to look up what it's about. I don't know. Nobody cares. Uh Godzilla versus King Kong, the new empire. Wow. I never saw I never got into that Godzilla King Kong shit. It wasn't no, no, no. it's pretty good. Let's see. Challengers, Zendaya, only goes by a first name. Josh O'Connor, Mike Feist. I don't know. Civil War, Kristen Dunst. Like a Nick Offerman. Civil War is literally a civil war in the United States. And I saw a preview for it the other day, and it, it did look interesting. Amazing. Yeah. We have the Fall Guy with Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. 
Maybe. I like a Ryan maybe. Gosling maybe. movie. Let's see, Back to Black. Oh, this looks like it's the Amy Winehouse biopic. I'd probably give hmm. it a shot. Yeah. If with Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski, Steve Carell, Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Maya Rudolph. Oh, sounds like a, a lot of people. One. A lot of people. Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Uh, I think I've kind of had enough of Mad Max. Yeah. You say Gar- saga or saga? Saga, Mad Max, Furiosa, <laughs> a Mad Max saga. It's like Sega, but saga. Oh, I know what a saga is. I was, I was surprised how you pronounced it. Yeah, I was. I have a hard time reading. <laughs> Garfield with Chris Pratt and Samuel L. Jackson. Garfield. Bill Murray did a Garfield back in the day. I think he was the cartoon in general, right? Wasn't he like the Daily Cartoon or the, the movies? He was in the movie for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope Samuel L. goes full Samuel L. on this. I hope he, you know. Yes, motherfucker. I hope you burn and die. <laughs> I hope Police so. just threw by my house. Oh, they're coming for you, man. No, they're coming for you. For, for oh, on the main road. Coming up my way. On the moon. Taking you away for not believing in the moon. <clears throat> yeah. well, I'm going to question them the whole time down there. <laughs> As they come arrest me. Like, that motherfucker isn't real. <laughs> Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I'll watch that. I like the Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, that's good. Ballerina with no. Anna de Arme and Keanu Reeves. Hmm. I hear, no. I hear the cops now too. Bad Boys Four. Really? I'll get. I haven't, even, I haven't seen three yet. June fourteenth, twenty twenty four. Mark your calendar. Inside Out Two. I don't know. Bike Riders. Austin Butler and Tom Hardy. A Quiet Place Day One. And this is a uh, this is the. John Krasinski movie that yeah, he directed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Emily Blunt was good. Yeah. So I think this is how it begins. Uh, let's see. Despicable Me 4. I don't care. Twisters, the sequel to Twister. Give that a shot. Deadpool 3. I didn't see the first ones. They're good. They're fine. Borderlands with Kevin Hart and Jack Black. Give that a shot. Untitled Alien movie. I don't know if that means like. All right, okay. It'll be your favorite movie. Oh, that does, it looks like the face sucker. Oh, a new alien movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm in for that. Young people in a distant world who find themselves in confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. Mm. Man, I'm right. Kraven the Hunter, Beetlejuice 2. Give that a I'll shot. That. Yeah, definitely. Transformers <clears throat> 1. I've given up a Transformers. It's been a, it's been a minute yeah. since I've seen any of them. Untitled Saw sequel. Uh, I haven't seen the last 10 of them. The sequel to a Joker. A musical with Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga is like Harley Quinn. All right. It's a musical. That's really interesting. I don't know if it'd be a musical. Uh, the film will reportedly be a musical. Yes. You read that right. That's disappointing. Yeah. Terrifier. Three looks like a killer clown type of thing. No, thank you. Venom three, Tom Hardy. I saw the first one. That was good. Uh, I haven't seen the second one. Yeah, I didn't see the second one either. Gladiator two. Really? So, yeah. Ridley Scott returns to direct the sequel to the historical epic Gladiator. The story will reportedly revolve around a grown up Lucius, Lucius, who's become an emperor. Uh, We'll see the return of Connie Nielsen. I get Lucila. I don't know. What is it? Lucius is the kid. Lucius, there you go. Lucius, great. I think that's how you would pronounce it. Wicked Part One. This is the Wizard of Oz lady. Uh, Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, Whatever. 
A new Karate Kid. There you go. All right, we have uh, the Karate Kid. This is, I think, with Jackie Chan and Daniel LaRusso. So we're going to take the Cobra Kai stuff mixed with the uh, Will Smith's kid stuff. Oh, here you go. This is for you. The Lord of the Rings, the War (laughs) of the Rohirrim? I fucking know. Maybe I'll give those movies a shot. Yeah. Mufasa. Yeah, everyone liked them. Mufasa, I don't know. Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Aubrey will like that. Yeah. She loves Sonic. Nosferatu. I don't even know. TBD, a new Spider-Man, Beyond the Spider-Verse, the cartoon one. Mm. Those are pretty good. I like those. And here you go. Beverly Hills Cop, Axel F. Yeah. Summer 2024. I'm in for those. Not all of them, but I'm in for the yeah, Beverly Hills Cop and the Spider-Man. I want to watch that new... Uh, it was on the list of movies that you had for this year, that Leonardo DiCaprio one, the Flower Moon, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, I want to watch that. The author of that was on Brian Rosillo's podcast, a sports guy, and he'll interview authors sometimes. And the story is just crazy that they, you know, so this is putting Native Americans on their small reservation of a land. And then they find oil on this land. So all all these, right? right, So all these, you know, they were poor Native Americans are now super rich. And, you know, if you had any part, you had to have a certain amount of tribe in you of that tribe and you could get some of the money. So what happened is that that's how you would get the money. But then what if you were to die, it could go to your spouse. So now a lot of the people in the town were trying to go marry into the family. And then like there was all these mysterious deaths and it just, and then families yeah. killing people within the family to get more money. It's just absolutely crazy. Because I think in that movie, DiCaprio is married to one of the Native American, or he's seeing one of the Native American girls in the movie. So yeah, the guy who wrote the book was like, there was just so much. He's like, it was enough for me to write the book. He's like, but dude, there's like unsolved crimes. You know, this is like everybody was involved. It was like everyone was turning their their heads to what was happening because they were trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Really crazy stuff. Well, it's gonna be good. I mean, Scorsese, he's made a lot of movies with DiCaprio. That's his guy, man. That's you need to find somebody who's gonna put you in. You know, like Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. You know, you yeah. have to, you know, I guess l- luckily for DiCaprio, if he is real, you know, he's a good actor to put him in stuff. If not, got gang, Gangs of New York was them. Yeah. Shutter Island, I think they did together. Shutter Island had the worst ending. It it bothered me to no end. Really? I think that DiCaprio should have been right the whole time. I think that would make a better <laughs> ending to the movie. That he thought that like there, you know, that there was like these Nazi secret experiments going on in the attic. And they finally convinced him, like, hey, you need to stop with this nonsense, or we're gonna give you a lobotomy. He's like, Oh no, like I made it all up. Oh, so I see what you're saying. So I think either I, you, I liked it still, but oh, I thought it was good. I think just the end would have been like, you know, they broke him down enough that he's like, no, 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 I made all this up. But when it really was like a twist on the twist, like twist the twist. Yeah. You keep twisting. It'll be straight. Eventually. <laughs> Come unwound. That's Joe, what do you got going on, man? You got, you got these people. They, they need anything about you. They need to follow you. Just keep tuning in. Yes. Keep tuning in. I mean, I'm not, uh, work wise. I mean, you looking for a work plug here? Or Whatever you want, man. Your, your plug. You guys need a roof? You need solar? <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. If you need both, if you don't want to pay for your roof, you can potentially get it for free if you get solar. So it's nice. Save money on your electric bill. Get a brand new roof. Pay nothing for it. That's pretty much what I do for a living. And this. this is, these are your two oh, things you do right. for a living. Yeah. That's these a, two things. That's yeah. what I live for. If people yeah, I mean, are in another part of the country, can you help them? With solar, you have a rep or somebody you can tell, like, is your company just local or is it? No, just Jersey. Just Jersey. (laughs) Okay. 
Just Jersey and PA, just because there's different rules and regulations with every different utility company. So yeah, kinda... I didn't know if you guys a uh, national company. This was just your little pod. No, there are national ones. I left the national companies to come to this company because the national ones rip you off. Big okay. corporation. Don't go big corporation solar. Go with the smaller guys because you get the same thing, but much better deal. All right. So go to, if you live in New Jersey or PA, hit Joe up. He'll get you a roof or solar, possibly for free. I don't know anything about this. He'll help you out. If yeah. you don't live in New Jersey or Pennsylvania, but you want a free roof, come to me. I will help you buy a house and then you can get in touch with Joe. <laughs> and this is the full or, circle of it. Well, yeah. Look, in your, in your case, if you have customers are moving into a house and the roof sucks, you know, they can potentially let them know like, hey, we can get you that at no cost if, you, if you're interested in going solar. So it could all work out. I've done that for people all the time with realtors. Just people helping people, man. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. There we go. I like it. All right, man. You and your family, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you you so much for coming on. This is going to be the end of the year special, the last show of 2023. And we're going to have you back in 2024, man. I can't wait. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Take care. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everyone, that was our show. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date in all things wild and weird. Check out the links in the show notes for more information on our guests. The biggest support you can offer is to tell everyone about the podcast. Until next time.